Most of us live such isolated lifestyles. The modern work environment is sitting at home. The modern entertainment environment is sitting at home. DoorDash can feed you like a baby bird while you open all your packages from Amazon. Because nobody shops in person anymore, either. This, in my humble opinion, has changed our relationship with nature. When you've never experienced something, and all of a sudden it hits you, the effects can devastate the most competent of people. New situations with different challenges and real consequences will naturally select a hierarchy. Out of the chaos of nature, man desires order, comfort, and security. Those who choose to make the decisions concerning resources, like food and water, but also human beings are placed in a higher rung while the feeble occupy the lowest. In a crisis situation, we run to the strongest and most competent. If you are in a burning building, you want somebody capable of carrying you out. Imagine if instead we force the fire companies all around the country to hire paraplegics. The house is on fire. You're trapped. The door bursts open and you see a guy in a firefighter uniform but he's blowing into a straw to move his chair forward towards you. Would that give you hope? Or would you be saying your prayers and looking forward to the afterlife. It's not the paraplegic's fault that you don't have faith in equity. In fact, it shows your deep-rooted internal bias for able-bodied people. That may sound like a joke. Like most good jokes, it's at least partially true. We want strong able-bodied people to save us when we are helpless. This goes for natural disasters too, not just house fires. A span of our lives usually consists of mostly dull moments that are then spun into a whirlwind of chaos. Natural disasters happen. People die tragically. But the earth still moves on. All the people outside your sphere of influence in your geographical area have no clue what is going on with you and otherwise can move on with their lives because they are unaffected by what happens to you. Someone in South Dakota isn't worried about the hurricane that just hit Florida the same way a person who didn't evacuate the island they live on there. Now, if that person in South Dakota has been using the internet to connect with that person 
and they've developed a relationship. That could change things. Even if the two different people in this example didn't know each other, the person in South Dakota is now capable of viewing in real time what is happening to the other person in Florida. Our natural desires and traits to empathize with one another and to help one another are carried in the air and across cables to create action on the other side. It's an unbelievably miraculous, but a very human creation, spawned from our desire and abilities to communicate. It can order rescuers to swoop into an area to save people, or it can direct prayer for the lost. The other side of it that we see quite often is the destructive tendencies us humans have. People wishing harm on others, mocking them in their time of need. But the most common still is apathy. It's unavoidable. How am I supposed to care with limited time and resources to use a bit of that to help rescue the slaves in Yemen that exist there now because of what my government has done? And I, the rest of my friends, surround Taiwan and some boats and maybe warn the Chinese not to encroach on our allies' territory? No. We leave that to other human invention. One that has plagued us with issues all of our existence. We leave that to government. Nature can make you take shelter for your safety, but only man can force you to. You are free to forage in a thunderstorm, but if man decides that you need a vaccination to gather resources from the grocery store, you may encounter monetary or physical consequences. For what took centuries for people to materialize the thoughts of liberty? and to organize governments to ensure its promise. It has taken a few decades to reverse that course of thinking back to dependence. Instead of being dependent on nature, which is why we used to pray for rain and pray to prevent famine, now we look to science and corporations to take care of those problems for us. For all the failures of man's order, we still haven't learned from where we came from in nature that our frail human minds will succumb to the temptations of power, lust, and greed. If you want a system that lasts and makes sense, it has to be one that acknowledges both nature 
and the nature of man. The radio, the TV, and now the internet have distorted our understanding of that nature. Somewhat thankfully, we are so small in comparison to the natural order of things that whatever diluted reality we can force upon the world through the internet can't hold up in nature. Nature is the ultimate multiplier of change. It can move the tectonic plates resting on the same as the foundation of the building you are in now. The human alternative is a bomb. As we see disaster happen to our countrymen in Florida, the world creeps more towards war. War is the human element of change used to supplant others in the hierarchy. War is used to push new cultural rules, institutions, and currencies. Like other disasters, it can happen on the other side of the world, and it seemingly doesn't matter in our cushy living spaces and neighborhoods as long as it's not us fighting and dying on the streets, we'll part with a few dollars to fund it, regardless if we want to voluntarily. That's the real missing element to all of this. How much of what you do is voluntary? And who or what is responsible for that. I have no problem seeing people take shelter from the storm, but I got a big problem with those who would force someone to take shelter when they could be out saving people, gathering resources for survival, or any number of instances where my grasp of this situation is not absolute. The further up the hierarchy, the further that person is removed from the consequences of their orders. Centralization is a natural occurrence, but it takes a human side to allow liberty. It takes faith to allow men to live as they see fit unless they violate the aggression principles. It takes wisdom, something you might not find a lot on the internet, probably by design, to reach these conclusions. We may never break from the order of nature's power over us, and our existence, but the nature of man, can be combated with knowledge, compassion, and action. If we are called to save people, in order to do it, we must always acknowledge both the nature of the universe and of ourselves. You are listening to The New Prisoners, 
A copy of each week's monologue and source list are available on our Minds page and Substack. Check out our video content on BitChute, Odyssey, Rumble, and Brighteon. For audio versions, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and many others. Make sure to like and subscribe wherever you find us and join the conversation by leaving your comments wherever you can. You can follow The New Prisoners and The New Prisoner Number 6 on Instagram and The New Prisoner Number 6 on Gab or at New Prisoner 6 on Twitter. If you would like to be a guest, please email the new prisoner number six at protonmail.com and provide a brief description of the topic or topics that you would like to discuss, and a screener will contact you. You can always choose to appear anonymously. You can now donate to the new prisoners through anchor.fm slash the new prisoner number six slash support with a monthly donation of 99 cents, 4.99 or 9.99. We also have a subscribe store where you can make a one-time or recurring contribution at subscribestar.com/the-new-prisoners. You can also donate both US dollars and crypto to us on Mines and Odyssey. All donations go towards studio upgrades to make more content and advertising to spread the word about the show. Every amount is appreciated. Now let's get on with the show. Okay, I'm number six, and this is the New Prisoners Podcast. And I am joined by John Henry and TNP contributors Gary McBride and Chris Rimage Graves. Thank you, Chris. Gary, would you also like to say hello to the people this week? (laughs) Peace. (laughs) All right. And uh, John Henry, (laughs) would you like to say hello to the people this week? Great show, guys. Great show. Yeah, I I guess I'll I'll speak at this part. Uh, Welcome back to the underworld, everybody. Man, we have a lot to talk about. Um, You know, we have Hurricane Ian, devastating parts of Florida. DeSantis says, loot and get shot. I love me some DeSantis. Uh, Coolio is permanently residing in the big gangster's paradise in the sky. Turns out recently he was on some podcast talking about exposing some of the evil and pedophilia of the uh, music industry in Hollywood. Uh, Kamala Harris finally uh, got a sentence out of her mouth that was easy to understand, although it stated that we have an incredibly important alliance with North Korea. After that, she also mentioned that we should base uh, the funds going to the hurricane victims based on race and equity. Sounds like a pretty smart thing. Uh, Never let a a disaster go to waste. Amy Klobuchar says that the Democrats are going to stop hurricanes. Okay, not sure how that's going to be accomplished. And uh, yeah, she said, we, the Democrats, are going to stop hurricanes. Uh, I would say so. And last but not least, uh, Elon Musk releases the first Tesla robot that will probably take over the world and kill us all. Have a great show. All of that and much, much more. Back Thank to you, you, John sir. Henry. And in Kamala Harris's defense, uh, she's used <laughs> to speaking with some sort of obstruction in her mouth. So 
Yeah. <laughs> it's, if you're just not used but to that, you know, being there all the time, pretty much, uh, then, you know, the, the whole speaking thing gets a little bit harder, but <laughs> it's unbelievable. I mean, again, it's, it's like her first coherent statement, uh, since she's been vice president and, and she just completely fucks that up. Did you see the video of her where she's looking through like these super high powered mil spec uh, binoculars? <laughs> yes. And the military guy goes, uh, yeah, ma'am, the, the line's 50 yards away right there. <laughs> it's it's wow. fucking embarrassing, man. Uh, if you've ever watched Letter Kenny, the, the hawker. Were the caps shit. not on them still? It's, no, they, they were the actually off, on. but the front caps were, were off. They? Okay. Well, to be fair, Biden just uh, thanked a dead guy the other day, so... When he was yelling for the dead woman in the audience, yeah, yeah where are you at? Where's she at? Where's she? At? She's in the ground, Joe. Where you? Where you were up. before we dug you up? Put you up here. So let's just start off with this. How fucking embarrassing uh, is our current administration? I mean, it is has got to be the fucking laughing stock in the well, world. Well, I mean, to make uh, a correction, because yeah. we don't necessarily do apologies, but we do make corrections. Uh, Richard Belzer is alive. <laughs> um, I did make that mistake once. So, I mean, you can make the mistake that you think that somebody is dead when they're not. And I'm just saying it because uh, I did that. But, um, I mean, my brain isn't nearly as riddled with dementia yet as uh, Joe Biden's. But, yeah, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Well on our way there. You haven't been sniffing children. No, no, not at all. The, the only thing that uh, I really sniff graves um, is the the smell of a. No, never mind. Yeah, um, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> smell of a, a sack or whatever you're oh, saying. Actually, yeah, when, when doing yoga and you're doing like a, a full like front bend like type of deal, you're just gonna. You're gonna uh, have to get a whiff there, so it, it makes you yeah. it makes you want to uh, manscape yourself. Uh, we are not sponsored by oh, Manscape, man. but uh, I gotta say, like if you have to stick your face into your genitals when doing yoga, um, you want to be manscaped. So, but uh, yeah, I usually do that on ah, excellent. Day. But uh, <laughs> very limited. We we have to work on the placement of Gary's J6 update because the way we do our intros, we can never have a serious <laughs> transition into his segment ever. Yeah. <laughs> We're just doomed. From that to <laughs> yes, tragedy. Right to tragedies. What are you I, I think our audience understands, but at this point, though, that we have to be able to laugh together. Okay. We have to be able to come together as friends and laugh our way through this shit. Because it was yeah. it was one motherfucker of a week, wasn't it? <laughs> I mean, Unbelievable. We could literally be in World War Three right now. Like yeah. Zelensky yeah, just yeah, signing yeah. that Not little piece of paper could have meant our ass. Throwing it yeah. in Putin's face. The one thing he told me. Throwing it in Putin. Putin's ass. Yeah. Which is mean, amazing what? too. Like <laughs> that's a show like, title. Whole fucking move, man. <laughs> And just uh, let me throw a little reminder out there to everybody. Just a quick <clears throat> reminder, everybody, um, as we you know talk about this piece of it. So the administration in Russia in 2014, or in Ukraine rather, was a pro-Russian administration. Like everything was okay. Uh, Obama ran the fucking coup to overthrow the Ukrainian government and input Zelensky, who was a comedian and a fucking actor. And the point man was Joe Biden. Mind you, we have the relationship with Hunter and Burisma and all of those business dealings. So one of the things that uh, I was talking to a friend about the other day is we did this. 
we did this. We lit the fucking fuse on this entire situation. You know, and now when you have us fighting a fucking proxy war and still buying fucking Russian oil and gas, and on top of that, did we see the newest, what was it, $12.8 billion we're sending to Ukraine now? Yeah. I, I mean, is that the newest one? It is absolutely fucking astounding. And um, if you ask Nancy Pelosi, who's paying for it? Uh, it's, it's the rich, the rich. Uh, 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 the, we're going to tax the rich. No, yeah. no, we're all fine. Yeah. We're all paying for this. Meanwhile, she has what insider trading uh, allegations and her husband. Oh, don't yeah. you. Nancy would never do that. Put her record against anybody. She said yeah. she said that was absurd. Yeah. I so. mean, come on. Don't you just believe her? Wretched I wonder what witch. kind of ice cream she's eating right now. Grandma? I hope it's I hope it sucks. I hope it's freezer probably burn. Probably blood of fucking infants. <laughs> yeah. It's probably yeah. blood of infants oh. made in an ice cream. Yeah, machine. it's the good old uh, University of Pittsburgh oh, sorbet. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Sponsored by the Obama administration. Exactly. You evil pieces yeah. of shit. Thank Sponsored you, by University of Pittsburgh, for purchasing aborted baby yep. fucking parts. Oh my God. Sick fuckers. All together. Real. Shit got real. Mind you, folks, everything that we're saying right now yeah. is 100% oh, yeah. factual information. <laughs> like, you may want to think, that, no, that's, yeah, it's allegedly, but well, hold on, where's the fact checkers? Um, yeah. That's the crazy part. Well, except for maybe the infant blood. That one is yeah. debatable, but I'd say possibly true. Um. It's just fucking surreal, man. It's like sometimes you think through the stuff and, and like even it coming out of my own mouth. I'm like, how is that even reality? Um, but yeah, man, I mean, Zelensky throwing that shit in Putin's face. And um, I got to tell you, man, Putin's speech was very interesting, too, <clears throat> in reference to how evil the West is and talking about all the gender shit. I mean, it's, uh, it's fucking I, I, I've said this before. I'm not a Putin supporter, but damn it, sometimes that guy says. But you know how shit. Eastern Europe's just <laughs> always <laughs> seemingly behind the like the West whenever it comes to like pop culture and adopting certain things. I want Putin. To, yeah, well, because yeah, they're I, well, that's that's probably. Cool, but <laughs> I, yeah, maybe because they're like a slightly reasonable and don't go full bore and say start well, chopping bits off because they've been Let's through that it. in the Bolshevik Revolution. Like they, they've lived, they've yeah, lived through. True. Well, we just we we sort of had a conversation about this off air. <laughs> But they lived through those those bad mistakes, right? Like the the whole the whole experiment yeah. in communism, the whole Bolshevik revolution, yeah. um, just uh, the great starvations, uh, uh, the fa- yeah, between the famines, the wars. Yeah. I mean, they were in Afghanistan before we were. We were like, oh, that looks like a great way to make money and and build our. Yeah, oh, and we're gonna. Oh yeah, we're gonna talk about uh, Saddam uh, tonight too. That's I bet you that's a name that hasn't popped oh, yeah. up in your brain in a while, folks. When's the last time anyone gave any thought to Saddam Hussein? <clears throat> other than maybe people like us that always bring him up because of the way that the you know the CIA set him up with with weapons and God knows what else uh, in order to maintain his position in power. Not just that we we yep. installed him. That famous footage, Rumsfeld shaking yeah. his hand and everything. And God knows where yeah. that hand has been. I mean, then you have. Well, <laughs> in Dick yeah. Cheney. No. In Dick Cheney, allegedly. Um, Just think about hope. this. At one time, there was a bush, a dick, and a colon all in the White House. I was about to time. say about the. George about Rumsfeld, how else are you supposed to get the children's bones out of his anus if you, if you don't reach up there? Because oh. we all know that Dick Cheney eats human flesh, so. 
But um, yeah. on that note, <laughs> I mean, then you have Gaddafi, the <laughs> yes. Gaddafi too. I mean, it's it's just insane. I, I mean, it just you know how much our country pulls these strings to just cause fucking destruction and death throughout the world. We're just not we're the good guys. We're a monster maker. We're not. We the are the creepy crawler guy. machine. Yeah. that we talked about last week. Yeah. Let's just well, let's just make a distinction right here. The people are not. Oh, doing true. This. Yeah, it's the jerks that are running. Oh, no, our I agree. Too. I agree because yeah. obviously, you know, folks like us are in no way, shape, or form supporting. Yeah, we're not cheering it on. Shit. Yeah, I mean, for a price, though. You know what I mean? No. Yeah, but no. there's there's there is a lot of purple haired jigglypuffs out there that are uh, Slava Ukraine really hard you know right now and they don't they don't mind oh, yeah. nor do they give a fuck that we just sent billions of dollars over there again <laughs> like we haven't seen this episode once no, where's our other yeah they couldn't check, shut huh? down the fucking oh, government no, the government couldn't possibly shut down for a second so we had to keep that monstrosity oh. rolling and just like the it, it's like the shovel-headed kill machine you know from that one exodus record like it just has to keep boring over souls <laughs> To, to fucking perpetuate money for the military industrial fucking complex in this country. Bay Area Thrash, yeah, but they were right on, weren't they? Like, they were right on, weren't they? Whenever it came to yeah, war were, and, and the disgusting, disgusting you know, nature you, um, of it. You have all the purple haired jigglypuffs that are fucking LGBTQ, RSPYZ. You know, going. I see signage that says gays for Ukraine. Um, Gay marriage. Is I mean, have they seen the video with Zelensky in it though? That is the gayest fucking video since gay came to gay town. You know, a, you know he, pl- yeah. he plays the piano. It's gayer than Freddie he's Mercury and Jack. It's gayer than that. You know that, right? <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. He has a video where he's playing the piano with oh. his penis. Yeah. Did you see the one with him in high heels and fucking latex on? I saw like twenty <laughs> times. I had to keep, had to keep going. The bandwidth wouldn't hold. I ran out of cigarettes. Because you kept putting them out on yourself. Oh, superior? <laughs> yeah. hey, that's what I'd be doing. Putting them yeah. in my fucking eyes. Just please blind me. Somebody light more cigarettes to put out in my eyes. Please. Right, pinhead. Pinhead for Hellraiser. He's like pulling them out of his Oh, We do have to make a correction this week on per request of, of a listener. Um, it's just a slight correction. Uh, Rachel Levine is not a woman. I I heard that somewhere sometime that somebody may have referred to uh, it as a her, and just uh, I do it. I want to know if I I did it. it. Was it me? It It happens to us all. That's what what I said. That's what I said to the person. Um, I was just Uh, like, you know what? This is this is what happens. We often too uh, we we accept the false premises of our enemy. Like they they put out this fake bullshit of an argument. And just in them changing and controlling the language and the argument through mass media and just like the fucking brainwashing over the past several, whatever, fucking decades, um, that, <laughs> that that we, the result is, is that we end up having to take on these dumbass arguments and defeat them. And we get sidetracked with this stuff. This is where people, I think, get sucked into the whole two-party paradigm like type of argument against people like us, John Henry, in a sense, because we do talk about domestic mm-hmm. politics still and other things where, you know, some people are just like, why do you even give a fuck about that? It's just, you know, it, it's all a sham. It's, and I get that. I get that to an extent, but that's also a reductionist what argument. What happens if we stop well, it's giving also, a fuck? Yeah. What happens if yeah, we but stop it's, giving a fuck? 
if we well, just yeah, accept it's everything. a reductionist argument in a sense like i would love to be an agorist and understand how to move out and live out on my own but even if i did that and lived out on my own little island i'm gonna have to fuck with the united states of america at some point right you, you have no, no choice. choice even if you you're no north choice. korea you're now in an in a undying alliance with the united states even if you didn't think that you were oh. thank you kamala <laughs> thank you madam vice president but, allegedly <clears throat> madam I am not confirming that but that's it's, a it's how we deal with this monster. It really is. It's like whenever, like, so this might be a great transition. And that's not what to call talk about share oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, any of her stuff. I'm sorry. Like I, I love Greg Allman and that's probably the closest thing I'll ever get oh, to what, anything that Cher <laughs> did that, that I love <laughs> is, is, is her fucking Greg Allman. Other than that, everything else in Cher's career, I could give a fuck about. I just don't, I just love when Al Bundy uh, was looking at that old lady uh, teacher that was hitting on uh, Bud, and he goes, "You, you, you yeah. share the strumpet with the blue hair." What? Uh, all right, you, Gary, what do you think? <laughs> National territory. So he's looking over at I me. I mean, I'll give it up to Share. The- I mean, Gary could probably agree with me. I mean, Share back in the day. Share back in the day was pretty fire. Like I, I'll, I'll give her that. Yeah, but you know the the she's like the epitome well, of the plastic wait, surgery and like time, old transhumanism type of thing because look at Chaz Bono like wasn't Chaz Bono like the oh. first like test monkey yeah, shot out yeah. into space whenever it came to the trans agenda and mass media wasn't Chaz Bono yeah. on every little fucking talk show and talking about well I did I chose to do this because I always felt this way inside and then a doctor looked at a clipboard and saw money signs and went yes you do bitch and we'll cut this off and we'll add this sure to do. you and you'll take this fucking pill and you'll do everything oh, yeah. you fucking say you'll come to therapy several you times know, a week I, and you'll pay us out of your fucking you insurance that up so well. and if you're going to do this you should uh-huh. do this 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 and this is you a know, you know Sonny was murdered Oh, dude, that's that's a breakdown and a. That was going to be in the Hidden History three, but we couldn't figure out a, a good angle for your uh, beautiful rimage yeah, mind graves. Um, the <laughs> the things that pop and spring out from you in this stream of consciousness. No, really, he was really of, of a show no, that we no, did. Supposedly, he hit the tree skiing. No, no, he was he was uh, killed by hitmen that. Billy oh, I'm not the hell out of him. I don't, he I don't looking, doubt it. Because he's looking into, he was looking into Waco uh and Janet Reno at the, the time and the uh drug connections with uh Bill Clinton and everything. That's what I'm being Oh no, I know you are, right and that's why I'm saying that we should do a breakdown about that eventually. Well, what am I? You know, that that that's that's yeah. the perfect type of breakdown think, segment. Gary? Talking about Sonny Bono. <laughs> yeah. Over to you, Gary. Where he's just looking like where am I? Terrorism <laughs> terrorism threat yeah, to yeah, the United yeah. States. <laughs> Yes. What Sonny Bono was? If you no, think I'm about reading. it, based on what you just said, yes, <laughs> oh. technically. It was. Okay. I love I Lamp. Love Lamp. Yeah. Thank I you, I love Gary. Lamp. Brick Hilda guy. All right. Anyway, well, yeah. um, I guess there's no better way to do this than to bring down the, the sort of the moment than to uh, just sort of get to uh, the this week's J6 update because we do not have very good news this week uh, listeners out there Uh, for those of you that have been following along with the show and following along with the work of our good friend Gary McBride here um, you should know that uh, Gary has been working diligently to help in many cases but in one of those cases was uh, Cal Fitzsimmons and uh, this past week we did not get a good decision from the bench trial at all Um, not what you want in any sense. And uh, I do feel that it is unjust 
I do feel that um, this justice system, you know, to to me at this point, like uh, after the election, you you really took a lot of the hope that I had in this country away from me. But after after this decision, it it really stripped the like the rest of the the uh, I guess what do they what do they call it now? Like um, drinking, yes. Drinking the hopium, like that type of vibe, like anything that kind of gets me onto that, like, Ooh, I'm really, really turned on to this positive. Like, and I'm generally like a more, I'm I'm a less pessimistic person that I used to be in life, but you got me this week on this decision, man. It's really sad. It's really fucking sad to see because the evidence is there that he did not do the things that they claim that he did. And that, I mean, when you when you present evidence to a, a, a justice system that should prove your innocence, and it still says that you're guilty, I don't want to live in that country. I don't want to be a part of that. I don't want to give you my fucking tax money. I don't want to go to work. I don't want to do shit for you. I don't want to do anything that even like contributes to this fucking insanity. Like that's such an injustice. Where like, why do we have this system put together? Why are you wearing a stupid fucking robe? Why why did we pay for this room? Why? They don't even have clothes on underneath those robes. Thank you. But I mean, uh, it's just that it's the outrage of of just hearing about it. Now, I know that a lot of that, you know, of course, we have to overcome that emotional part of it when you hear about such an injustice. You have to think think of like, what are you going to do about this logically? Well, what can we do here at the New Prisoners? Well, we have. Yeah, and that's what they think. Yeah. What are y'all going to do about it? We've been getting away with it for years, and y'all have done nothing yet. So, yeah. if you go to protest, you see what happens then. Or if you go to question something, you're going to go to court. Yeah, you know? that's what people cannot stop doing, and that's what's that's what's happening. Or you know, it's just I am going to speak. I'm going to say it, but yeah, it's ridiculous. You're right. Hey, I think what. What pissed me off more than anything in that trial is when the judge said that uh, Ganell gave creditable testimony. Yeah. <laughs> when he lied on the stage and changed his story. Well, that's that's the um, that's the subjective um, instrument that's being used there, right? Like it, when we talk about judgment, when we talk about putting it on people, corrupt people, to make these decisions. Uh, that affect people in in such a drastic way that can rip them from their families and put them in hell. Um, and I'm sure that that's exactly what it, it it has been like for the people in the DC jail. I'm sure it has been hell for all sides. And um, in a way, in a way, yeah. though, it, it's all. I'm not making a joke, but it, you remember in Batman yeah. Begins, right? You remember how corrupt Gotham City oh, yeah. was. It's it's almost like our whole country is Gotham City with all the corruption that is apparent now. They're not even hiding it. Before, they would make a half-assed attempt to hide this stuff. And now, they don't well, even care. Graves, that's why we do these programs, man. Just think about how embarrassed I, I would be embarrassed anyways. I would feel humiliated, humiliated with the second impeachment, here, uh, second impeachment hearing when yep. Raskin got caught for manipulating the Twitter stuff. And he's sitting there in front of all of his peers in front of the world and getting called out. They don't care. 
there's they, there's no shame. I'd have been sinking under the desk, you know, going, oh, my God, how embarrassing. But yeah. they don't care. Well, because they know that the mainstream media won't call them out. But we sure as hell will. So that's why, I mean, uh, for all of our listeners out there, for all of our subscribers, for the people that have been kind enough to donate to us, um, we are putting putting together a docucast that's going to talk about these subjects, um, that's going to talk about subjects that happened during J6 and um, what we believe is the insurrection against us. So we're going to we're going to have some content for you coming up soon there. And um, if you've been paying attention to the descriptions I've been putting in the videos uh, the past couple of weeks, uh, I have uh, adopted a new policy here that all contributors on the new prisoners podcast, uh, I'm going to put their donation links up in the descriptions of the video. So if you do see those, uh, please. Yeah. Say no drinking. Yeah, please, please donate. Please donate to the contributors that are helping out with this project. Um, they they need equipment. Uh, they need travel expenses. We need fucking transcripts for Lisa Belanger and other people to look at. Um, there there are things that we're going to dig into and do some investigative work here at the New Prisoners that, um, well, we've never done before. Uh, we've had a lot of help from a lot of people, a lot of listeners out there. But we've never had uh, a team like this on, on this type of subject. So uh, I am really psyched to be able to be a part of this. Um, I am really excited to hear back uh, from you, the audience, uh, when you get to see uh, the analysis from Gary McBride and uh, what's uh, going to be provided by Chris Graves and John Henry and myself, too, and our good friend Lisa Blanger. Hopefully, get well soon there. Um, you know, Lisa's been dealing with some stuff, but we're going to get her back on the show sometime soon. Uh, I'm sure people are missing her as well. But um, I just wanted to pull up this article just so you all can see on this week's uh, Substack. Um, one of our Substacks is going to be the source list as usual, and the other will be my monologue. So be on the look for those at number six on Substack. But uh, this is a main man spotted with fur pelt and unstrung bow in January 6th, convicted of all charges, including seven felonies following bench trial. Um, this is from Law and Crime from Marissa that Sarnoff. Yeah, the, the way that makes him look, yeah, that they they captured him with his teeth parted that way. That's why so it makes him look maniacal with the blood, you know, there. Yeah, they brighten it up, and that's what they had in the courtroom. That's what they had up on the screen during the trial when they weren't showing any and video. See, they left this that is up. more of the person I bet that uh, I've never talked and I've never met uh, Mr. Kyle Fitzsimmons. And I, I would like to talk to him if, if given the chance, but you know, this seems more like the person I bet that he is in real life. You know, that, that picture of him. I sent a message. Yeah, to him today. That's, that's awesome of you, Gary. I, I hope that he received it and I hope. We'll see if we yeah, get him on. No, that'd be great. Cause I'd like to, I'd like to hear, you know, just uh, that picture of him with his daughter really touched me, man. Like, and we've, we, we, we've developed a relationship with some of the people that yeah. have surrounded this story, of course. And it, I, it, to me, you know, seeing somebody that's very much like a lot of the people that I know dearly in my life, like he, he reminds me of a lot of people that I know and, and, and having, having that connection with somebody like that, to know that he was a butcher, to know that he was wearing that, you know, they were trying to describe his, uh, it says here in the article, about his description that day of him wearing like his uh, butcher jacket that said Kyle on it, having his fur pelt, having his bow. Well, he was a hunter and a butcher. Like he came dressed as himself. He didn't come 
LARPing. He didn't come dressed as anything else. He didn't come dressed as the Q guy with the stupid fucking horns. No, he showed up as himself, representing what matters in his life and what he's about. And a lot of people might think that that's silly. I mean, but I wear metal t-shirts and I hug other guys that are wearing similar metal t-shirts that I don't even fucking know. <laughs> there's just there's just something about culture. There's just something about our culture that's wrapped into this story too. And when you look at what they're trying to take away from us, it's it's more than an election. It's it's our whole fucking culture. It's what we're allowed to show people outside of ourselves. It's it's how we're allowed to represent ourselves in public. It's what we're allowed to say. It's what we're allowed to do. It's where we're allowed to travel. That's the real insidious part about the yeah. security state. That's what disgusts me about it. I know our fucking politicians are disgusting. They've probably always been. Everyone that we've talked to, all the brilliant people that we've talked to on this show, John Henry, the past couple months, they'd all tell us the same. It's just like Abraham Lincoln was a fucking scumbag too. You know, so like we can expect the politicians to be scum, but it's when the people accept it for too long and just allow it to rot and fester this way and allow it to take control and to take control of our culture. Like I understand to want to withdraw from politics. I understand the, the want to just not to, to not have to deal with this bullshit. To not have to worry about going to another fucking world war with Russia over Ukraine. Like, I understand, like, when we're seeing people in our own country having their whole fucking lives devastated, to have them die in their homes or on the streets of their town in a hurricane like just happened, and for us to be sending billions of dollars overseas to fund a war instead. Like I can, I can see where you wouldn't want to have to fuck with politics for the rest of your life. You just want to bury yourself and whatever else is out there in the media sphere and just take care of it that way. I get it. But when we allow politics to take control of our culture, as opposed to our culture being in control of our politics, this is what fucking happens. This is what they do to us. But on to another article, and Chris Graves, I believe you sent me this. Graves, this is a Senate Sergeant at Arms dies suddenly hours before January 6th riot hearing. Now, this is a curious yep. story, right? How many times can we have a counter? Can somebody... <laughs> uh, we, we, might, we might have to partner with uh, Streamlabs because they have all the different things you could put on the screen, but... <laughs> eventually but you know this this is like if we started a counter with how many people that were supposed to testify against the establishment that ended up dead <laughs> where the fuck would we be it reminds yeah it reminds, it's shades of the uh, house select committee on assassinations in 1978 genghis khan levels at this point of the amount of people that have fucking died that are supposed to expose them <laughs> It was like when they were trying to, they were supposed to testify before the House Select Committee in 1978 that was looking back into a JFK and Martin Luther King's uh, assassinations. Like, there were quite a few people that were supposed to testify, and then they ended up either blowing their brains out or being strangled or, you know, shooting themselves, you know, with a shotgun. Graves, 
just and it's shades of that you know what i mean because that is not normal right there that headline graves you just gave me a brilliant idea we should do a montage I we should do a montage of your favorite slashers versus hillary clinton and go through the body counts so pull pull Ooh. the kills from the movies i think freddy krueger jason michael myers leatherface pinhead chucky um, the tall man from Phantasm. You put all their body counts together, and Bill and Hillary, they still take the cake. Fuck, that's a bold statement. We're, yeah. we're going to have to dive into that. That that's might have to be a whole count. special. What do you think of that, John Henry? Can we do an entire special on Killery? Can we do a Killery special? <clears throat> we do a lot more than just one. Oh, yeah, we might have to do a multi-parter there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we also should do a a more realistic comparison and stack them against the most prolific serial mm. killers. Cause when you look like at the actual more. definition of serial killer, they, qualify. you know what? That's awesome that you brought that up, John Henry. And, um, cause I might as well bring this up right now. Chris, Chris Graves had an amazing conversation on the conspiracy or just a coincidence podcast. Um, so I got to hand it to you, Chris Graves. You're, you're the fucking man. You go on these shows and you rip it. Um, you always deliver with your memory. Well, I, I don't yeah, pass wind. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to. At least not but on just like <laughs> Yeah, he Jack said, yeah, it's one of my top five episodes. I thought he was no, just man. being kind. It, it's what you do, brother. It, it really is. Like the way that um, like your memory can just spring forth in this in these conversations and and just develop a brand new conversation. It never ends up where I thought it was going to end up, but I'm always glad we ended up there, brother. Always glad. But um, <laughs> let's uh, let's jump into the news hour though, um, and talk about this because I brought this up a little bit earlier while I was ranting. Um, oh, be the first to know. Not now. Not now. Uh, see, this is from CBS News. Now, this is a. One of the latest updates, I tried to find something. We are recording this um, Saturday night um, into Sunday, so it is now officially the uh, 2nd of October, but um, at least on the East Coast. But this is um, the latest update from the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. It, it says it seems to have stopped leaking. Now, the Danes are saying this. Now, we all know that they wear wooden shoes, so what the fuck do they know? But let me read. Yes. <laughs> it says the Danish Energy Agency says one of two ruptured natural gas pipelines in the Baltic Sea appears to have stopped leaking natural gas. Now, it could have been the crab bake from the old um, Chinese buffet that John Henry and I used to go to. That could plug up anything. Brilliant <laughs> pancake. So, yeah. I had to move out of that apartment building. Like it was just so rude. Everything was ruined. Everything. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> we were some young guy. But it's Ew. Yeah, you eat too oh, much. Yeah. You too. Oh, John now. Pinetta. Oh yeah. I think, John Pinetta, right? I think it, I'm gonna have to cancel us. Nef- never politically. <laughs> I apologize for my yes. fake Asian accent, but it's also never accurate. <laughs> Now, it does say the agency said this on Twitter. So uh, I wonder if the agency, I wonder if they had a stance that was anti-vax, if they would still be able to deliver the information to us, Twitter. (laughs) You sons of bitches. Now, it says on Saturday, um, it had been informed by the company operating the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. So it was informed by the company? 
Okay. All right. Uh, I guess we'll just take their word for it that the Nord 2 pipeline, that pressure appears to have stabilized in the pipeline, which runs from Russia to Germany. This indicates the leaking of gas in this pipeline has ceased, the Danish Energy Agency said. The DEA. Nobody likes them. Um, Undersea blasts that damaged the Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipelines this week have led to huge methane leaks. Same as that Chinese buffet I mentioned. Uh, Nordic investigators <laughs> said the blast have involved several hundred pounds of explosives. Now, Russian President Vladimir Putin on Friday accused the West of sabotaging the Russia-built pipelines, a charge vehemently denied by the United States and its allies. Yeah, I know. The U.S.-Russia clashes continued later at an emergency meeting of the U.N. Security Council in New York called by Russia on the pipeline at- pipeline's attacks and as Norwegian researchers published a map projecting that a huge plume of methane from the damaged pipelines will travel over large swaths of the Nordic region. Well, they are sort of doomy up there. I mean, when you look at the metal that comes out of that area, <laughs> I mean, no wonder they're just like, yes, there'll be large swaths of death going across the lands and lighting fires to all the churches, you know, but <laughs> Mayhem had a, uh, had a cover with uh, one of their dead members on it. Yeah. After he shot himself. Yeah. And instead of doing something, he took the guy, the other guy took yep. the picture. And then they took pieces of his skull and uh, wore them on necklaces. Mm-hmm. I've heard that. I heard there was some eating. Mm-hmm. All that mayhem. Yeah, I heard there was some eating, shit. but then that, I heard that was debunked. But uh, yeah. we don't know. We don't know. They probably. Oh, what a, is that a cannibalist oh, no. joke or a cannibalist? Oh, no. I don't know what kind of lingus oh. that would be, but it's the other end. <laughs> the <laughs> other end of lingus. <laughs> Actually, that's a great show title. Bone in or bone out. Mayhem lingus. <laughs> That's also a great show title. But anyway, um, it says, speaking Friday in Moscow, Putin claimed that Anglo-Saxons in the West have turned from imposing sanctions on Russia to terror attacks, sabotaging the pipelines in what he described as an attempt to destroy the European energy infrastructure. Now, here's where I want to stop for the panel. I'm just going to go back to you guys, get some reactions so far to this, because um, correct me if I'm wrong, everyone. Haven't the West and all of the politicians in the West been attempting to destroy the fucking energy infrastructure in every fucking place since like past couple years, at least? Uh, I'll go ahead and respond first. Okay. Yes. All right. I just wanted to make sure I didn't slip into a coma like Steven Seagal for the past couple years. And yeah, or, or Joe, Joe Biden. Biden. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what? It seems like that's been the most common thing and common narrative that has been pushed upon us is destroying uh, coal and uh, gas-based energy, fossil fuel-based energy. Going green, Gary might know something about that. Solar, solar, solar. (laughs) Gary, have they tried to destroy the oil and gas industry? It's the Chinese buffet thing again. (laughs) Yeah, I had an oil well. I had an oil well that would pay me about seventeen thousand a month. And it sure did suck when it dropped to negative $30 a barrel. Oh, holy you crap. remember that? Y'all remember that happening? Yeah. That Sorry, was, man. It was right before, right before COVID. Yeah, that sucked. I wonder. Yeah, just everybody had to shut their wells in because you couldn't really pay to have them. I mean, just imagine the big corporations. They have to haul. They can't because 
that's a lot of oil pumping. I could shut mine in. My tanks weren't full, but well, it. What do you think caused that, Gary? I would have said it's sort of funny that he brought it up that it happened right before COVID, Grace, to sort of jump in to answer Gary's question. Well, it's just like, it's all part of the reset, right? I mean, it is like when them destroying the energy infrastructure along with COVID to destroy the rest of our infrastructure, our financial infrastructure, our societal infrastructure. Y'all do know who owns most of the oil and gas here in Texas, right? I don't. Take one guess. Think Bush? about it. Chinese, Chinese. Holy oh, shit! Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow. I'm serious. No, no. I, I'm serious. Uh, they, they, they own, they own most of the leases around here. They own oil and gas. I mean, even before the there's a there's a formation called the Eagle for Shell. I don't know if y'all heard about it, and it was a it was a big find, you know, quite a few years ago. But they found out about it before anybody here did, and they were buying up all kinds of lease acreage in South Texas. Hundreds of thousands of acres. Wow. And uh, yeah, so it's, uh, and then the company that I helped get started um, after I got out, they sold it and it sold to a Chinese company. It's the biggest oil company in Fort Worth, Texas, owned by the Chinese. This is the beautiful thing about our stream of consciousness yeah. uh, here on the show is that we start off with Chinese buffet, ended up in a serious conversation about the Chinese owning the oil and gas industry in Texas. The most American place when people, if you pull them out of any other state and be like, what's the most American place on earth? They'd be like, Texas. They'd be like, well, guess what? China owns all the oil and gas there. You'd blow their fucking mind. They own so much of this shit here. Yeah. And yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I've heard about them buying up real estate in the West coast and other things like that, but like the proximity makes sense, but it's just like, you know, you don't think about Texas in that way, even geographically. They're like, why, you know, but yeah, when it comes to like the oil and gas reserves, some of your biggest investors, absolutely. you know, some of the, you know, the, the equipment company that we, we started, you know, our, the owner, I mean, we were getting iron iron from china we you know they would come over here here's the thing how it works we just get iron over from china it's cheaper um you know it's not made in the usa so it's not safe or all that but when it gets here it's not stamped so what happens they stamp it here you know they stamp it it's it's been tested and everything so it doesn't have any china marks on it but the irons you know that we used back then was coming from china and i've heard from i have friends that are in um you know the construction business and i've been told that a lot of the stuff that's shipped over from china too is like the the quality of those building materials is fucking scary that it's just like the stuff that they send the quality and the grade of steel is not like the steel that used to be built here and in other places in the west and and stuff like that that it is yeah it it can go (laughs) it can can. we would test we would we would test everything we'd put on you know we'd We'd hook it up and put pressure on it yeah. and test it um, before we stamped it. But that's why we got it from there because it was cheaper. But we we tested it before our stamp went on it. So it's just, uh, I mean, and, and there's so many investors that are from China. I mean, I can't tell you how many, but when I've been on location fracking a well or drilling a well and literally a, like a Greyhound bus will pull up and there will be about 60 or 80 or so Chinese men mostly just all men just coming off of there because they're the, they own most of the well because they're the biggest investors. Did you have, ever have to deal um, with them personally, Gary? Oh yeah. Yeah. We oh, went wow. to China to close the deal. We, yeah, we went to China and then, and then went to Houston. There's another, there's a place in Houston, just like China. And, uh, but it didn't matter if they owned 
Oh, is that what, when you were almost shot out of the sky? Was that like one of those? Uh, no, that was going to Ghana. Oh, that's right. Uh, going to Ghana. Yeah. Okay. They, uh, it doesn't matter though if they own 1% or 99% of the well, they still act like they own the whole thing. I mean, that's how they act when they come on location. It's just, and smoking. So that was always fun kicking them off. That was my thrill because I got to come <laughs> off location. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got gas fuming everywhere. It's floating on the ground. You can see it. You know, you just see it. Or you probably know something about those assertive business God. personalities, <laughs> you know, that just people come in and they just think that they, that they own everything around them or. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, yes. <laughs> you sound very excited about that. Yeah, I've had more exposure to that type of thing than I would ever wish upon that's most what, people in this world. That's what John Henry, that, yeah, that's John Henry. That's why I was saying it was nice when they would show up smoking because that's where I let it all out. <laughs> yeah. So that's what. Just go all, all this yeah, Getting all Punisher. <laughs> yeah. Take it. Big pun. Big pun. Big pun. Um. Meet me at the cattle guard. We're gonna- <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Let's, let's move anyway. on to uh, the next article. So um, this one I wanted to bring up because. Hey, hey real oh, quick. Yeah, yeah. Go back to that article real quick. I want I, yeah, I to see. I want to see something real quick. What he says. Where is it at? Right there. Outlandish. And then, okay. Here's a common thing that the that the Democrats do. So um, Putin says it's terror attacks. Mm-hmm. Biden says that's outlandish. And Biden's going to get to the bottom of it. Yeah. Sounds exactly what's going on with J6. You got a terror, terrorist attack. You know, there's calling yeah. everybody terrorists. You know, um, it's, it's those, it's those like outlandish. It's like with, uh, it's it's sort of you make a claim that you're going to get to the bottom of something right so when when you leave it that vague like there's no there's no detail of how he's going to do that right and and he's showing you nothing there's there's no there's no attached video or length of just like this is what biden's actually doing right like there's nothing to really yeah yeah, it's just rhetoric it's just empty rhetoric um, and people see that though. And like one of the biggest fallacies that I've seen people fall for, especially with COVID, but in many other things is just like when people claim that they're yeah. doing something about it, that people just accept that where they saw they're that nothing. they're just like, Oh, well, this person, especially in politics, like, well, at least they're doing something about it. Right. Is the argument because the person's on like the view saying, well, we're going to do something about X issue. And then, like, just because somebody saw that, they they go off and then they repeat that at the water cooler or wherever the fuck. And then that's 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 the type of political discourse that we end up with in this country is that well, at least they're doing something. Well, bitch, did you look in to see if they what they were doing actually did anything? No, no. Like nope. you probably you probably yeah. zonked out. You know, like w- watching Housewives of uh, Go Fuck Yourself. And they don't knock it until you That's right. watch it. <laughs> but did, exactly it. how he says it. He says uh, it was, it, he agrees. It was a deliberate mm-hmm. act of sabotage. And now the Russians are what? Pumping out disinformation and lies. There's the disinformation. We will work with our allies. Blah, blah, blah. Biden promised. Just don't listen to what Putin yeah, says. Yeah, just don't listen. What he's don't saying. listen to what the other guy says. We know it's I not true. I love that that's his comeback. Exactly <laughs> what they say is. That's the, and and that's exactly what they say with when they're you know forced to answer things about J six, or when Pelosi's asked about her husband 
and trace dogs. That's outlandish. It's no, so childish. Not. You know, he just walks away. Boy, it's like, I don't want to Oh my I mean, god! It's, it's, when somebody accuses yeah, me of something yeah. that I didn't do, oh yeah, because you could just lay it all out though about how you didn't do that. Fucking Y'all got thing. to witness that well, the yeah. other day. <laughs> yeah. but, but Gary, you were uh, the, to switch back to the panel though. Like Gary, for the the dealings that I've had with you, my friend, like you're a very intelligent man. So like, if somebody comes at you and says, "Well, you did X, right?" and you didn't. You could lay it all out for them how you didn't do that thing. You can defend yourself because you you understand you you, oh, yeah. you understand how to. But there are a lot of people out there that don't. I mean that that's the I'm getting Girl. some kind of feedback on somebody here. I don't know if you guys want to mute uh, right now. Yeah, you guys mute either. up. Brother Chris and Gary. There we go. Is that coming from me? Is it coming from my screen? Share? I think it's coming from you, dude. There we go. Wow, it might actually have been from me. Yeah. Oh, well, we're learning. We're learning as we're going along here, folks. Sorry, <laughs> this is how you do a podcast now. But so you're sorry. I'm so you sorry. Hurt my feelings. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But yeah, I, I was getting uh, I was getting some feedback there, and uh, it might actually be from how loud my fucking headphones are because I am so deaf. But uh, <laughs> there we go. All right, but um, yeah, let's 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 move on to this one about Ian then, because um, I, I wanted to get this out. John Henry, you sent this to me, and um, th this is something that we've covered on this show since in inception of what these horrible mandates were going to do to the American public, and this is another. I'd say I hate to say great example, but it's a fucking awful example, really. But um, this. From Gateway Pundit, it says, Biden calls and thanks Coast Guard swimmer for saving lives in Florida hurricane, but that same hero will be kicked out in days for being unvaxxed. And yes, this is dated October 1st. Yes, this is during this hurricane right now that this person is about to lose his job and he's a fucking hero. There's his award. Hero is still going to lose his fucking job. For being unvaxxed. What have we done? What have we allowed <laughs> in this country by allowing these institutions to be able to still do this to people? I am so glad. Here's your plaque. And yeah, here's your pink I, I am. I am so glad to hear about all the lawsuits that are coming. Oh boy, am I excited to hear about some of the uh, decisions that could be made there. Again, still a little... Not as hopeful, especially after meeting our good friend Lisa Blander about the. I'd like for the government to pay me back for the yeah, businesses I yeah, lost. I, I just, uh, but the, the, the for the for the unvaxxed workers, like what they've dealt with from the medical personnel to people like this, um, I I want them to sue the fuck out of these organizations. But here's the problem: once they do that, who holds that bag? Because I mean, there is there is going to be a, a financial consequence to these institutions being hit. And the ones that aren't going to be hit are the ones that really did cause the problem. Like the, the American government, the U.S. government, along with the pharmaceutical companies, they both teamed up together and propagandized the entire human population to take these shots. And their claims weren't true. And we can't sue them. We can't sue the pharmaceutical companies, and we're going to sue the government. Uh, who's going to Who's going to decide that? Who decides that case? I mean, I 
are we ever going to receive the justice that we deserve for these moments? I, I forget where it was or whom it was with, but somebody mentioned the other day about um, just what what happened to us during COVID. And I, I said that we, we can never forget that kind of stuff, that what was done to us. You know, every every person that lost their job, every person that lost their life because of these shots. I, I still, you know, uh, see Kurgan report doing VAERS reports on his channel on BitChute. Um, I, I see people uh, talking about mRNA uh, now appearing in uh, breast milk. We're going to talk about that in a second. So I have people in my life that have lost their babies during all of this and lost their babies after getting these shots. And um, I don't know about you, but if there is justice, if there is such a thing, if it's not just emotional satisfaction of going, ah, oh, I feel better than now that that person has been served what, or, you know, like an amount of time or some sort, you know, pu- you know, capital punishment, whatever, we can have that conversation. But like, if it's going to happen at all, like, where are we aiming that? Where are we aiming th- that retribution at? It certainly hasn't been our government because we're all talking about midterms and red waves and other things. All these people were behind most of this. All the people that we're cheering on to get reelected, all the people that we're they're cheering to take back control of the Senate and take back our country and blah, 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 this and blah, 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 that. Most of them were behind all this shit. And they didn't stand up. Where the fuck were they where you were losing your job? Where the fuck were they where you had loved ones that took this shit and had reactions or worse? Where were they? There's just a handful. There's 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 like Ron Johnson, right? Um, you, you could find like uh, Massey's pretty decent. Um, you know, Rand Paul to an extent even uh, because he has his wife, of course, wrapped up in some sort of investment scheme over ventilators and other bullshit, right? So what do we do? Like, what do we do to these organizations, these institutions? Do we defund them? Do we reform them? Do we separate from them entirely? (laughs) Like, what could we... How? How was really... The answer is yes, but how? Is the important question. I mean, we can't get people to switch from YouTube to BitChute. Like, how are we going to get people to to switch from Pfizer to, you know, not Pfizer and natural medications and taking care of themselves and having personal responsibility and like reading studies and knowing that there is natural immunity and you don't have to get these fucking shots and also having the balls to stand up for yourself and say, no, I won't put this in my fucking body. Fuck you and my job. Like, I just, that. I've learned the answer is, I'm sorry, I can't answer what's under investigation. Yeah. You know, that's what all we, that's what they, you know, the excuses that they get to give, give and get away with not answering anything is either under investigation. Anybody, you know, you've seen it with the FBI. They bring up people. It's just, they just get to give these answers that, we as uh, the people, we can't give answers like that, but they get to give these outlandish answers. Oh, there I said outlandish. <laughs> Never mind, I'm going to stop. Don't, don't, don't say that because they're you know listening, what I mean? it's, it's like yeah, don't, John. Don't, don't say, yeah. don't say yeah. S me now at any point. Don't open that the- door, Gary. Yeah. We do not <laughs> say S me now on this show. <laughs> Gary, have you not learned anything from my cries? 
<laughs> yeah, I have boot. Why am I the only one who gets booted out? I don't know, man. You, you gotta, we gotta wrap something in tinfoil on you. Yeah, but John Henry's right. How do you, how do you, how do you do that? What do you <laughs> trying do? To get you more just... leverage on the Wi-Fi bands here. Yeah. Tell me to wrap something in tinfoil and then take a lighter and then uh, take oh, a no. needle and then... Uh, don't don't, don't okay. get all uh, Neil Young on me. Needle on the damage, Don. You know, Dave Smith was just He's on the road. Oh, yeah, vaccines. exactly. Yeah, yeah, oh. that, that, that is the thing, too. Imagine, like, somebody uh, that wrote such a, a, a oh, wonderful, shit. like, a, a wonderful dark song about heroin abuse and its effects. You know, this is decades before the, the music of our generation, right, Graves? Like, with the music like Alice in Chains the and stuff like that. But, you know, when, when you talk about, you know, some of the darker songs and popular music, Neil Young owns it with, with uh, Needle and the Damage Done. That's a hell of a song. But to, to go from one extent of seeing what uh, a drug that was developed by Bear <laughs> and pushed on people is cures yeah. for all sorts of things. And it was like this revolutionary new thing. It'll help you with your fucking cough. Well, now, in a sense, they found out that it's a, you know, a deadly uh, addictive poison and, and you know, basically it's a new opium war that we could uh, wage on ourselves um, you know, and that happened during uh, more or less the the '90s era, coming through into the 2000s into Afghanistan. That really kicked it off, didn't it? Along with all those wonderful new pill forms of the heroin that they gave to everybody and told them that it, that's not addictive. And all that, like John Henry said before, is true. <laughs> this is all true. But you get you get a, a, an asshole like Neil Young that goes from writing a beautiful song like "Needle and the Damage Done." And now he's pushing people to take the needle and look at the damage that's done. This is the damage that's done. This, these are the people losing their jobs, losing their lives, losing their livelihoods. And they're also, yes, trying to do this to children too. Trying to push children in school districts all around our country and all around the world into doing this to themselves as well. And for what? For three weeks of boosted antibodies, which don't mean fuck all. Yeah. <laughs> like, why? Why are we doing this? Vaccine's supposed to work. Vaccine's supposed to, you know, do do the job for a long time. Yeah, and it, it's a slow encroachment, right? It's something that we've talked about here on the show. Like, if if you issue a drug that kills a whole lot of people right up front, well, not a lot of people are going to be still standing in line. But if you just knock off, you just shave off a few numbers here and there. You just keep it going. It's like the Superman uh, virus. You know, it's like the, the thing they talked about on Office Space. You know, it's just like you take a few pennies off, off the transaction here and there. They're not going to notice over time. And that's what they're trying to do. And that's how they look at us, too, don't they, Graves? They look at us like numbers. They're just, they're, we're on a balance sheet somewhere and they're just moving the numbers off. And that's how I believe the survivors look looks like at us. They all want to survive long enough, long enough to just pretty much live forever so they they're focused on the resources that will be left for them that's why there's too many of us and we got to go <laughs> useless eaters as mr kissinger yeah, said that's once. how they all think of us well that's how noah harari thinks of us too as the useless eaters you know that like oh, yeah. somebody like you you've all know harari uh you you've all yeah what one of those in uh, things i may have reversed it but yeah but fuck that, <laughs> yeah, that one. but anyways yeah all those wf yeah. motherfuckers the, the you know the global corporatist oligarchy the way that they think of us is that we we there's too many uh, in the herd and it needs thinning 
and and only only the ones that are subservient to you like why would you keep a dog that bites you right why would you keep a dog around that's aggressive they will oh, they want fun. to they want to breed more obedient people so how do you do that well i had a listener actually chime in with a piece of information that he's been expanding upon for us and i i want to do a breakdown on this eventually about the relation of covid-19 and possibly the mRNA shots too, because they share that same spike protein and what's called prions disease. And the reason why he, this listener brought this up to me is because of the effect that it has on the brain. And I've heard from plenty of people about having effects called COVID brain. And I've also heard of after effects after the shots too, of having memory issues and personality issues and things of that nature. So that is something I would like to do a breakdown on one week too, as I, I gather this information from this listener as he's providing it to me. But um, he, he's ask him about the metal taste aftertaste as well, because that supports the nanotechnology thing that came out right at the beginning well, of the. Uh, here's the thing about rollout. it is that okay. So when you want to talk about nanotechnology, you think of it as like a form of control, right? So if you want to launch this really crazy technocratic security state that a genius idea would be is to put tiny machines or some sort of like uh, um, material inside of us. Kind of like they did uh, with uh, the the whole Magneto gimmick, right? And when he escapes from jail, yeah. they shot that person full of iron and too much iron. Yeah. You remember that. Uh, so like they're imagine if they're trying to do that to us, but here's a, here's a sort of a flip side and maybe a more plausible uh, type of scientific angle to look at is that by having this, uh, it's recumbent bat virus is what they were originally trying to make COVID-19. That's some of what I've read to in, into what this actually is. The wet market. Well, it's, uh, yep. it's a, it's a uh, vaccine. It's a vaccine that they developed out of a bat virus. They made a recombinant uh, bat virus vaccine that they were spraying into the air. And now, and if this infected people and started spreading this mutation, uh, this mutated virus strain that they Frankenstein together at the fairing cleavage sites that I've read about and other things, right? So if this thing causes what is called prions disease, which it affects the brain, you can have massive cognitive and personality-based, like your behavior-based differences that can be made by that. So if you were afflicted by prions disease in some shape or form, like you might be a little bit more susceptible to propaganda. You might be a little bit more susceptible to suggestion. This might be a way for them to- You might be uh, like the old MKUltra thing. Like well, and who's been uh, working on that you know. shit since forever, right? Like the same fucking yeah. people that are behind all of this were the same fucking people behind all they that. They say it rewrites yeah. DNA too. Tell me what vaccine in the past. Well, again, that. this goes back to like the selective breeding. So if you think if you want to selectively breed a culture, you you want to dumb them down. You want to make them more malleable. You want to make them more controllable. You certainly don't want to have them have any testosterone, right, John Henry? You want them to be just, you know, limp. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, just Toxic. bubbles, bubbles filled with goo. That have no spine and just they're invertebrate. They they were malleable into whatever form you want to make of them. 
So if you tell them this week the trans shit is in and next week it's Ukraine and then the week after that we're tossing babies into a volcano, they're all about that because they won't fight no, back. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know it, too. Well, at the end of the day, they they also want you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yep. that's the biggest thing. We can independent. I mean, that's really what it is. It's an easily controlled society. Then we have another yeah. insurrection. We're going to just sit in our little course. nests and go meep, meep, meep until the WEF delivers what, mm-hmm. what's coming out of their gullet. <laughs> well, do you look now that, you know, now Visa is going to categorize firearm oh, yeah. purchases uh, separate than all. There's going to be a certain code. Yep, my friend Gar so, Smith wrote about that too on the Substack I saw. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it is, it's a nightmare. And it, uh, it reminds me again, I've mentioned this movie before, but The Giver, you know, where everybody takes their shot every day. Uh, you can't do anything out of what you're supposed to. You can't have any type of behavior um, that is abnormal from exactly what you're supposed to be. You're not allowed to have fun. You're not allowed to be in love. None of that. But at this point, it's just like a great existence. It's fucking misery, man. It's, it's, you know, but instead, um, you know, to keep everybody dumb, they fill them with fucking hate and vitriol. This reminds me of Coma White from Marilyn Manson. It's even worse. It was a well-written song by him. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, too many lives, right? I mean, this this is what's become of a lot of people's lives because of the war that's been waged on COVID. And like, I know that we should probably be talking about like, you know, the DeSantis, you know, doing a good job or whatever with, with what's going on in Florida. I haven't really been paying attention to that much of the political ends of this. I do know there've been claims made about climate change and other bullshit, but the real sadness of this really yeah. is, is that, you know... Th- well, that's the Amy Klobuchar statement that I was referencing. Oh, what a when I fucking nutbag she yeah. is! Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, that, that was she genuinely said that. that. You know, the Democrats are the ones that are controlling global Look warming. Look at all folks. And, she uh, eats salad with a comb. You know, and, and she does change. eat salad with a comb. <laughs> a comb. A yeah, because like she she didn't I get a fork, so I guess she like she she's notorious supposedly for yelling at her staff and just being a real cunt. And uh, I, I guess like, oh, oh yeah, absolutely. You buy it. As yeah, soon as you see cool. her, you're like, oh, definitely. Uh, especially with the hair. The, 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 you know, but yeah, yeah. I, I mean, excuse my language, but she has a cunt face. Yes, I've absolutely. Ever seen one. She's got to comb up her ass when she's like, she hundred percent looks like she is speaking to the fucking manager yes. everywhere. <laughs> and not only is she going to do that, she's going to follow up with uh-huh. an email to corporate. That's yeah. Amy Klobuchar. <laughs> yeah. No tip. No tip. <laughs> <laughs> that's fall up with a color corporate <laughs> guarantee not enough to get that check waived but you know how we talked <laughs> about on the anniversary oh show She's one of, like one how, how we could get back like that unity though like and this is this is uh, just to like kind of wrap up the the hurricane ian stuff well gummy yeah bears? gummy bears uh especially not yeah definitely not ones. the sugar-free ones folks no. yeah that's keep the sugar okay, in uh but yeah, <laughs> but no. The if you wanted unity, really, in this country, it, it's it unity exists in devastation, like in 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 God's yeah. wrath and in these disasters that we live through that we have no control over. And John Henry, you talked about how in your life when you when you think you're in control, and then guess guess who steps in and bitch yeah. slaps you out of your shoes? You know, it, it's that's where I fall. that's when when I am trying too hard to be in control. That's where I lose the game. You know, but that's when you need your friends. That's when you need your family. That's when you need your community. That's when you need your God. That's when you need everything else in your life. Absolutely. It comes together. 
Well, I've said this before, um, I, you know, I mentioned this book, uh, I think when we did the anniversary show, but um, the Sebastian Younger book, Tribe, you know, it specifically talks about that in a time of devastation. You see no better sense of community anywhere in the world. And it's been documented over and over and over and over. Um, well, I got news for you. We're fucking there, guys. Like we are there. We are at that point of devastation that unity is the singular most important thing that we need to accomplish right now. More so than anything else is just simply to stand together. And that's why, you know, when you look at the big push of that, just that divisiveness and, you know, everybody's a racist and everybody's a transphobe, uh, you know, MAGA supporters or domestic terrorists. I mean, all of it, man, it's all it's all structured. The whole entire thing is orchestrated. You know, and it's just the smart enough people start to realize, wait a fucking minute. I don't really hate these yeah. people, but I am being trained and conditioned to hate these people so that we can't stand together and stand for something, um, you know, unilaterally, laterally. And, th- and that's really the issue right now is, is that's been the most effective tactic here. I mean, uh, and we've talked about this a lot. And I know, you know, Chris, I know this is something that hits super close to home to you, but even the fucking vaxxed and unvaxxed, man. Like if you weren't vaxxed, you wore the fucking scarlet letter and you have people that now aren't, don't speak to their family anymore. Lost relationships. That was the ultimate fucking divider right there. I mean, it's unbelievable. And and when you look at what that did, man, I mean, that completely segregated society. And then you heard the way that these politicians referred to people that weren't vaccinated. There, there's your lack of unity right there. I mean, they've been throwing every fucking fastball at a hundred miles an hour at us and, and they're going for the head. And that's, you know, that's been the most recent one. And, and frankly, I feel that that's been the most significant one historically was that exact thing. In my personal Armageddon. It's fucking terrible, man. I'm it's terrible. Yeah. And to think this is orchestrated by our leaders. I mean, it's, it's a fucking nightmare. Well, in what I was mentioning though, in, in devastation though, if there were a flood, like all those dividing lines go away, all those artificial lines that are drawn up by our government, our media, our businesses, everything that's surrounding us and our popular culture. Like whenever that, that all that is erased, when the power goes out, when there's no food, when there's no clean water and somebody's willing to help you. Like that, that's the thing. Like uh, John Henry, I know if there were a natural disaster out near your area, you'd be out helping people. Gary, I know you'd be out helping people too. Of course. And Chris, I know you're that type of person. Like, and just uh, no matter how differently that we all feel about the people around and, unless they try to take advantage well, true, of you, then yes. I would shoot them. Or but if I shove my code, then I just, sit down <laughs> <and> <laughs> it's crazy. To just be on his couch, just floating in the <laughs> flood. Like, I don't see what's wrong with this. This is just what my life is like all the time. (laughs) But you know what, man? And and here's like, here's another thing that I think that social media has had such an extraordinarily negative impact on us is you would like to think that intrinsically most people would have that feeling Mm -hmm. to help. And now when you see videos posted of nine people filming an old lady getting fucking beat up somewhere. Yep. Like, and you see these horrific acts taking place and bystanders pretending like that's, that's just, it's, 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 they're not pretending it genuinely has become inconsequential to them that they've taken that away. But it can amplify that against us though. It can show us that sick side of the human spirit because we all know it's there. 
We all know that evil exists. Yeah. We all know it's even it, inside of all of us. It's all about creating division, just like they mm-hmm. do with yeah. whites and blacks. You know, yeah. Create a division. Yeah, you find something family. inherent that you can't create even argue against, right? You, you find you find an angle that just really can't be argued against because it doesn't even make sense. Like it's just like for for skin color, for carrying yeah, on you, some sort of legacy of, of race or whatever was passed down financially or opportunity wise from race from person to person. Like I am so far removed <laughs> from whatever the fuck happened a hundred years well, ago in my you, family you, to now. <laughs> I couldn't possibly tell you. Yeah. You cause the division <laughs> and you, you, you admit, yep, there's a division, but we're going to get to the bottom of it. We're going to give you three yeah. cell phones. <laughs> and oh, we don't remote. even go back. Like we have statutes you know? of limitations I mean, just- on some of the most horrible crimes known to man in this country. You know, but why there's there's yeah. apparently no statute of limitations on any type of oppression that existed a hundred, two hundred, three hundred years ago. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, I, I you could get away with I murder. Mean, you could literally get away with fucking murder. And literally. why aren't why aren't the uh, yeah, children of murderers, murderers also here. held to account by the families of, of those who have been slain by them? Like, oh, oh, why isn't that a thing? You, you know? know what? <laughs> Let me say say this real quick. So a lot of the stuff that I'm finding right now that I'm um, I'm cataloging is the brutality by the police on the yep. protesters. And if we try to compare that to what we're going to be racist, if we try to compare it to yeah, civil yeah. rights back in the day, we're going to be racist. You know, it's it's uh, you know we can't compare it to that or we're you know well, it's we like just, comparing you know, wars and the soldiers in the that. different wars would probably take but, a, a, a front to it i'm sure there were like a crossover between vietnam veterans yeah. and world war ii veterans back in the day there there might be some vietnam veterans listening now that could be like yeah those world war ii veterans were dicks to us because they were like oh you were in that pussy war people are elitist in a lot of ways did i tell you the video that i found last night with the guy getting beat, uh, yeah, club. no, yeah, inside the Capitol. Yeah, you told me about yeah, it. I mean, they they brought him from the ter- yeah from the tunnel, and his hands are are just covered with blood. It's, it's dripping off the front of his hair, and oh, the, there's a cop on each side of him. And the cop behind him just as hard as he can just comes down and just wails him on the back of the head. And you aren't they laughing about it too, Gary? After the fact. And, no, no, they're they're not doing anything. I mean, he does it in front of a bunch of cops. And no, but I mean that other footage that you have seen, like oh no, okay, yeah, that's the laughing. Yeah, shit, right? here's what the cop, here's what the cops say. Yeah, they're on the, the ones on the front line. They're they're laughing and protesters say "f you" and they'll laugh back at them and say, "Well, f you," you know. But the cops are sitting there during it, and one of them goes, "This is Sparta." And I'm like, oh. "Oh my god!" Yeah, it. They remind me of the kids I used to beat up in school. Yeah, yeah. that get now a job they where the they power can and they're taking it down. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? That's that's what uh, that just their actions that day. Just they are terrorists. Now again, I'll have to do this. They're good right. cops and there's bad cops. Yes, for right, Protesters yeah. and bad protesters. Yeah. And so um, seems to be there's a lot more bad apples than good ones lately. And I don't even mean against protests. I mean everybody, whites and blacks. You see all these videos of cars being pulled over and. Cops just out of control. Well, and and how general. can that be amplified oh, too? I mean, see, is that is that the institute? Like, if you look at who's in charge, who who the police chiefs are being appointed, uh, who's in charge of the police in these cities, uh, especially what's gone down? They yeah. always let them go home. Well, with I mean, yeah, pay. look at that's. You, you want me to give you a background on the chief Conti? 
Yeah, yeah, Can you yeah. Give you his background real quick. Yeah. Okay, Chief Conti. There was a there was uh, when somebody would come up. This was before he was a chief. When they would come up to have uh, when there's a complaint filed against him, it'd go to the Internal Affairs Division. Well, the Internal Affairs Division would get it, but they would give it back to the police department to investigate. Okay. So when they investigated, we'd go back to the Internal Affairs Division and they would look over it and then they would give a recommendation. Uh, they would you know, say it's the sand. Who watches force, the watchman? Right? They would say it was and they'd give a whatever, whatever yep. it was. But there's a, there, they said that what would happen is that the Internal Affairs Division, this is what they get away with. This is what happens right now with everything else. It doesn't even have to deal with the police department. But the Internal Affairs Division recommended that officer be fired. When that happens, it goes to a committee of three. And those three, nobody knows who appointed them. One of them was Chief Conti, and they would never get fired. Wow. It's like they were they they went against what the Internal Affairs Division said to do and wouldn't do it. Yeah. And it's basically like what they do Democrats do to now. You know, they know we know, but what are you gonna do about it? Oh what yeah, they're presented do? with the full exactly. story, right? I'll they're always stoked. presented with all of the evidence, but just yeah. like you always say, my friend, they <clears throat> they leak out what they want us to see. You know, not yeah. what should be seen. Well, when you know, Bagshaw in June or July when Bagshaw shot that that black kid and killed him. Five days after that happened, Chief Conti released all the body cam footage and had already collected all the footage outside at restaurants and stores. And release that off also within five days to prove his cop did the right things. You know what I mean? That's what he's doing. But body warm camera camera that's at J six is sensitive and highly sensitive. Why doesn't he want to release that and show the American people what a good job his cops did while yeah. they didn't do nothing? Well, because they <sighs> didn't do shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> so they, yep. they wanted. Well, that's always um, the argument for us, right? They shouldn't be allowed to turn those things on or off. Well, be well an that's a thing. thing, in my opinion. Yeah, and I, I, and and well, yeah, that protects the officer and the uh, <laughs> suspect, both. Well, it's it's uh, it's body cameras falling off, or it's or it's uh, no no sound to it. Yeah. Uh, it. There's a lot going on that I'm cataloging it, you know. And, it, and John Henry said something earlier when you were first talking about J six. Uh, there's one. Uh, gentleman that went up for sentencing, Kyle Young, and he got Kyle Young um, is the one that was accused of grabbing Fanon's wrist and yeah. impeding Fanon from doing his job, which was, I guess, to pull his weapon and shoot somebody, whatever. So, anyways, he got. Here's what the judge did. The judge gave him, on top of what the prosecutors wanted him to have, the judge gave him an extra two years. For get this, for believing about stop the steal. For a belief, and okay. this, yeah, and so she came out, and the judge even said this that um, this needs to be uh, basically he's again basically he's being made an example um, right. that hopefully this will just you know discourage anybody else from ever doing this again. Yep. So he's getting, I mean, just because of. Yeah, this is going to piss me off. <laughs> you know, it's this is what's going on, and this is why this is why footage has to come out. Um, and it's going to. I mean, shit, it has to, because because 
he should not have gotten what he got. And when I when we saw what happened to Fitzsimmons, I, and I didn't say this to anybody, you know, because I don't like to speak it or say it, and I don't want to especially say it to people who have family members who are in jail, or especially the guys that are in jail. But this is what's going to happen to every one of them. Yeah. None of them have a chance. They're all going to go to jail. Right. And because of what this what they're creating, this narrative and what they're saying and, and what the media gets to show because the DOJ really It's the it, precedent that they're setting, yeah, crap. with these cases is that they continuously yeah, make the example for all the, all the others waiting in line afterwards to see what's happening. They're creating examples for everyone else. It's like they're pulling them up on stage and taking them out in front of everybody to show the rest of the crowd like, hey, this is what's going to happen hey, to you. Six, I don't know if you want to, I don't know if this is the time or place or if you want to do it. But what I was talking to y'all about today is so freaking well, no, important. I mean, this is a perfect time. Is, I this, heard it. this is a perfect I time. Heard it. I like to hear it. Okay, then I, then I, then I, want, I want, especially while John Henry's on yeah. here before he has to get off, because he's fixing to get off here in just a minute, I think. Oh, no, um, he's is, good. Is he already off? He's still here. I'm, I don't have my screen. There it is. Okay, so I want I wanted to show I want to show you all this because y'all have already seen it. And this is kind of going to help uh, me make sure I'm thinking all right, right cool. you understand. Do you want me to get off a screen share? I got all kinds of... Can you? And I'll pull, I want to yeah, pull this up you, and let y'all see. Yeah. I, I truly believe there's going to be a terrorist attack before the election. I've heard and that's, that how they're gonna, that's how they're going to steal it. So what, what other way can you steal an election besides like they did last time? What, and I'm asking y'all, what ha happens if there is a terrorist attack before the day of, or even the day after? I mean, well, no, based, on, the, you know, based on research and the trends and, uh, you know, the patterns and stuff, I, I think there was going to be They love disruptions, too. right? That's right. what created the, the, all the bullshit in the last election was the disruptions because of the COVID and, and the mail, well, the use of, of, of well, COVID for the, to yeah, institute yeah. the mail-in ballots. So what we're I say actually, know, actually, let's say, you know, like the Republicans want to Take the House or take the Senate and all that, and this, and let's, I mean, it, and it stops. They, they do do it or they can't do it because of it. It's just, here, let me pull this up. Just, I, I'm not to give myself any like credit because I, I wouldn't want credit for something so horrible, but just by everything that was happening in, in 2020, I knew that when with the election, something big was going to happen, and that ended up turning out to be the January 6th debacle. And, and they, there's generally always, you know, there's something that happens right before election because it usually helps the sitting president. This one was before. I think they after, said it. Yeah. I think they said that there's only been three that hasn't helped since like World War well, One. They're or called like October that. surprises. Um, yeah. Or 9 11. Yeah. Where, uh, yeah. Well, that's what I think that laptop was supposed to be. Okay. The last yeah. time you guys. Yeah. Last time you guys were on. Right here, get George yes, Washington program University, on right? extremism. I, 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 yeah. I hoping y'all remember. I, I remember y'all help remember everything that mm -hmm. was on there. Okay, for what I'm fixing to show you. So today, I was just doing my thing, eating carrots, chasing rabbits. <sighs> rabbit hole. Uh, I mean, yeah, you know how rabbits hole. do. They um, definitely chase other rabbits. Okay, homegrown <laughs> extremism. Um, homegrown extremism. I was. Let me just open it up. I'm not going to talk. What is homegrown? What's the difference uh, between homegrown and domestic? Homegrown? Is homegrown is, is uh, yeah, like they are being uh, trained by, let's say, the Islamic State. Oh, oh. And they Thanks. become terrorists. And they 
they're homegrown and domestic is just yeah. without the uh islamic and, factor and, well, now now no now check okay so what you're saying right now that's what you're fixing to see too I'm just yeah, yeah, they're, they're a lot of people accept that the, the domestic thing. terrorism is coming from like white guys with MAGA hats at this point. And what Gary's right. about to say is this. we've taken it's our eyes off the right wall. Do you guys remember these articles up yeah. when we first looked? Mm -hmm. yeah. When I showed y'all? Yeah. No. No, they weren't. No. No. No, they weren't. January, March, June, September. Here's a woman. Look what she did. She led an ISIS battalion. Oh God! This right here, this right here, Colleyville. Yeah. They're lying in this. They said that the the pastor, the uh, not a pastor, call a pastor, whatever of that church. You know what? I'm gonna. I need to show you all this because I know what happened here in Colleyville because this is. I mean, it's right down the road from me, and 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 um, the the what, what the hell are they called? Anyways, I'm just gonna say pastor. The pastor of that church. There was um like six people in there and the next day the fbi was the fbi said that they had uh rescued the hostages and shot the gunman oh mm -hmm. um and rescued rescued the uh or shot him or whatever and the pastor of that church says the fbi is lying Gary, i saved my Gary. congregation what if this doesn't open what? again, if this doesn't open again, copy and paste that web address and then go to the Wayback Machine. Yeah. It, it'll open. I'm just not going to open that. So this Colleyville thing, the article that they just wrote here in March 2022, yeah. they said that um, they went back to the old story that the FBI is the one that rescued the hostages and shot the gunman. Of course. Um, which So this is what got me started today. I was like, when I read that, the first thought I had is like, "Oh shit! What are they? What are they starting now? What do they want to? What are they trying to do?" Because this wasn't up, and it's look at this: the operations and networks in the United States, two decades in review, yeah. and then of course this right here. So now this is new. This was from December 2015. This was not up before, but now they had this up. But remember when I told you that it got, this thing got started by Seamus yeah. Hughes right. back in 2015? Now this was mm -hmm. up. This was up. This was up. This was not up. This was not up. And look at this. You have two things of content, and that's it. Right. None of this was up. So it's, it's the homegrown, which was 2020. Now, what I did next, when I started seeing that, I went back. I wanted to go back to domestic extremism. Now they have this up. Because, see, the last one they had was this right here, and it's been a while. But now look what they're doing. Infrastructure. We're going to have our infrastructure attacked. Oh, boy. And so what I started looking at is I went to look at what our level was at. and I mean, we're at a We've level, seen the test we're runs a, in California already. But do you guys remember yeah. the terrorist attacks on the power grids there? They never well, found out who it was. And Graves, you can attest yeah. to this. So many of oh. these... Um, terrorism plots that have been foiled quote unquote have been complete fbi ops like where they just they 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 All put they put these camera. guys up to doing ridiculous shit and get get like just rubes or, or people that don't understand the language of the culture as well and 
of the laws as well, right? And just like you, they get caught up in this stuff. Um, And Jason Point, the underwear bomber. You don't know where he was. Bennett Clifford. He's he's is Bennett Clifford, Seamus Hughes, and there's another one. But look at the look at this right here, 2016 to 22. Yeah, just pull a number out of your ass and just let's go with it and let's let's Mm -hmm. pitch this story. Um, but what I want y'all to see is, uh, and I'm not even going to try to look for this right now. I say I'm not, I'm sitting here looking for it. (laughs) I'll give it. Yeah, I know. I'll do it for just a little bit, but, um, I'm going right here. Violent extremism. Uh, there's the domestic violent extremists, uh, and, uh, department of Homeland security warns, (laughs) Oh my God. So what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to go through this. and I want to highlight a few things that show what the department of Homeland security says. That's almost word for word. What GWU says. Okay. And, um, uh, let's see, get back to here. So what you're saying, Gary, for the audience is that basically the, the think tank pipeline for these ideas, this rhetoric, the, the bullshit, basically, <laughs> as this is bullshit would probably attest it's, to down right, at the here, corner. Here you go. Uh, but <laughs> it just the the bullshit comes from George Washington University's program on extremism, and then it's adopted by the Department of Homeland Security pretty much verbatim. They they just like copy and paste it, right? Look at it like the WWF, Hulk Rock. Y'all are going to fight tonight. Rock, you're going to win. And here's oh, the yeah. storyline. <laughs> that's that's the best way I can put it. That's exactly that's what it's a work. Is. They're the McMahons. They're putting the storylines together. This is what's going to happen. And this is truly. They're like the creative team. Yeah. And this no, is how I get what you're saying. You see how to pitch it. Yeah. They, and then they, they, give it the to, they give it to the. They do the same yeah, thing. They, the shooters, they have all the background. And well, they do call them agents out. in the wrestling industry. Yeah. So the people that you meet with, like if you're a wrestler backstage, you meet with your agent to go over the yeah. finish. That's the, yeah. that's the DHS. And that's, that's the what DHS. these people do. <laughs> that's the DHS, DOJ, FBI. They're, they're the, the creative they're the team agents. and the agents. Wow. Yeah. And then you've got your wrestlers that go out there and, and, well, the people the being the people in government. Yeah. Like or the people that are in get. charge of the department of Homeland or, security, the people that are appointed to those positions. And they're usually chummy chums yeah. with the people that are in George Washington university and the other places, right? Like they're all gravitating and they live in the same fucking areas. Their kids all go to the same, uh, you know, beautiful boarding schools and whatever, <laughs> you know, like we, uh, we understand this, this type of connection that, yeah, Swat exactly. Me. This connection that that's there. I mean, it's just, it's a part of every civilization too, like around their centers, their capitals, their kingdoms. It's just that you always have this sort of corruption. This is the part about like, and I'm sure Graves, you can attest to this too. This is the way that the absolute power corrupts whenever it comes to centralization of, of any type of power, right? Like when you, when, when you have any type of organization, it doesn't matter what institution, when it starts to get too much power concentrated it just, it corrupts it and destroys it. And that's why it needs to be dispersed. It needs to be dispersed back to the individual to allow more individual uh, decisions, more more individual responsibility along with those decisions. It never will be. It has to be uh, torn down and start over again. I don't mean... Well, oh, truth, man. Go, and I think our friend Vince Agnali yep. would, would slash a 100 on that for sure. 
and then this this I look at this like a timeline, like I showed y'all before from 2015, right? And, and let's talk about ISIS uh, radicalization. There's uh, you go see Muslim Brotherhood. It's been going for the last two decades. And you keep going here, and you go to ISIS here, ISIS, yeah. ISIS. By next week, you get you get now uh, Trump's president, and ISIS will drop off, and then all it is is domestic terrorism. Yeah. I, you know, it drops off. But now what's back is Al-Qaeda. Islam. Now is Islam is back. Yeah. And they are comparing they're comparing um Islam, ISIS with homegrown Well, it completes their original stupid argument that if we didn't go over there to fight them, that they would come here, right? So now that we've had to retract yep. from Afghanistan after fucking it for 25 years, uh, you know, like some sort yeah. of rapist duck. Um, That's what they yeah. said they're doing because they get yeah. their eyes. Now, now they're coming yeah. back here and look, now we have yep. to go back over there and we have to do more about this. And we're going to need this many bombs and this many billions of dollars. And we're going to have to kill so all maybe these Maybe what people. Cheney was saying was right when Cheney said that this was going to be a hundred year war. Well, war yeah, because terror. that. That's an economic plan. See all this here. How do you this get the di- how do you get the dividends out? This is all. Uh, how do you get the earnings out of it? You have to stretch right. it. So you stretch it over a hundred years. And why not? Because you can perpetuate this. Because it, it's it's basically just like the civil war was in Vietnam. Like the, it's just the one side is yeah. just never going to give up. Like w- we could beat these people into the ground. And John Henry, you know people in your life that have been in these situations, and so do you, Chris. Uh, with Tony Arterburn that have been overseas in these situations and seen what we've had to do yeah. to these people. And they're still kicking, Tony man. Regrets. They, they, they were running on the tarmac yeah. trying to hold onto the plane, apparently. I don't know if that was a real no, video. No, you mean that not. fake looking plane? Yeah, yeah but like... Yeah, I remember seeing that. But yeah, the, just the breakdown, just the breakdown that we witnessed in Afghanistan. Um, those those people were yeah. not defeated. They they lasted for generations in the mountains, fighting the most experienced and well trained and well armed military ever known in existence of the fucking universe. And they did it with goats and nothing, and yeah. like old old Russian arms and shit that we gave them. A bunch of shit that we gave them, actually. Yeah, no, is actually <laughs> yeah they, they were all they were all pretty much our people, yeah. and then we turned on them. Speaking of wrestling, yeah, you know, we we swerved them. Yeah, <laughs> oh shit! Hey, if you want to see a really okay. good example of that, there's um, I don't know if I mentioned this on the show, I probably have, but it came out I think last month, and it's called "Send Me," oh. about them going and trying to evacuate oh those people. Yeah. It is fucking heavy, guys. Uh, Tim Kennedy. Um, and just what all those guys went through to go and evacuate those people. I highly recommend it, but I'm telling you right now, it's going to rip your heart out of your chest, but I think people just really genuinely need to talk understand about a about dude. It. Like if I, okay. So if I got swept up in a flood and I saw a, a dude coming up to me on a boat besides you, John Henry, Tim fucking Kennedy, well, well, I, I would be, I would be really, oh, I would yeah. be so relieved to see Tim Kennedy yeah. <laughs> coming to save my ass. <laughs> yeah, the movie's um, it's on Amazon. I'm gonna say it again. It's called "Send Me," and it's about them going over, um, to, to evacuate these people. It Bagram. I mean, it's unbelievable. It really is. Well, we were just talking about that. What are willing? What um, are people willing to do to save people? You know, like oh. Uh, well, I'll tell you this: you want to become fucking enraged. 
<laughs> with Are some of our military leadership. Oh. Uh, I was like literally screaming at my TV. Military leadership, about, State Department, I mean, all part of that. Oh, yeah. Here's the other yeah, new absolutely. ones. Here's the other new ones that wasn't up before. This is all new. And look at the dates. Program this on extremism supports the green initiative. Um, there's one really important one in here that I wanted to find, but there's that timeline right there. Um, but that's what I want to show you here. This um, is right here. This is all new. This has never been here before. And then yeah, look at folks, their timeline. If you want to know what the um, their yeah, start of timeline. This is like this is like the uh, program. Um, like if you're going to see a, a play or something like that, right? This is like the PNAC document with the uh, a new Pearl Harbor a uh, year yeah. before. I mean, folks, if you want it, uh, you can go to. Oh, he just switched off it. Uh, go to um, extremism extremism.gwu.edu and then slash Islamism. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I think it is. Is it Islamism? The one that you were just on? There, yeah, that, uh, that's what it'll be. Yeah, yeah. you see, it's right here. But any of those, yeah. If you get uh, to ex- uh, extremism.gw.edu, yeah, any of this, because uh, that's the yeah. And then you yeah. just come over here to research, and you just open it up and right here, so right there, yeah. And it's said, just yeah. basically this is the platform that they're running with. This is the rhetoric that's going to be passed up to whatever. It could be the Democrats, but it could be the Republicans. Just the same because Republicans go after the terrorism stuff pretty hard traditionally, right? I mean, even if they're MAGA Republicans or whatever the fuck that's supposed to mean, they're not going to be like, hey, we're going to call out the American military and government on funding Al-Qaeda and, and Al-Nusra and all these other things. You know, we're no, going to turn neo, on our own neo- people yeah, in the do you establishment. Remember, do you remember the, the friends and family that flew to D.C. for January 6th in a private oh. jet? And do you remember what they said about that was that was a domestic terrorist group because they planned their travel. <laughs> they leased a plane. They, they had flew to DC. Yeah. And that's no shit. That they that's exactly what they would how they told us. Yeah. And that's like this right here, joining and leaving. You know, I'm not gonna get into a lot of this because there's something I need to find to show you guys. Um what they're doing now is they are it's uh they have in here now is I need to find it now. Uh anti fascist. Oh what happened in Portland? Oh. Guess what they're doing now? Guess what they're doing? That's left wing, and they're comparing it now to the domestic terrorists of J6. Well, I now, mean, they are. Well, and that's like, they gave them all the rope to hang themselves with, didn't they? I mean, weren't they firebombing fucking police stations? They created like tent, tent city oh separatist uh, wings where they fired upon Did teenagers. Beat the crap out of yeah, oh, yeah, beat the owners. crap out of people. Um, they did plant gardens. I, mean, I saw that, that some of them did plant a nice little garden here and there. But, uh, you know, other, other than that, though, the, the yeah. Chad chop and like the, the summer of rage. And they just say, anytime I hear Portland, like the, the shooting that, ex- that that happened there, the, the poor man that was uh, uh, the, the didn't they shoot the can of bear mace and stuff like that. We were talking about that video. You've seen that video out in Portland where the Trump supporter was shot uh-huh. by the uh, supposed that was Jay Jay Rittenhouse yeah. uh, was shot, or Jay Rittenhouse was one that shot uh, uh, Jay uh, yeah. Danielson, um, and and that's the guy that the black guy is yeah. the one that shot him, and they said there was only mm-hmm. one shooter, and that's when the the uh, the uh, the police department, the detectives I was talking to, 
they told me they got their man. I said, no, you didn't. I said, you guys know damn good and well who shot him. It was, the, it was I can't remember his name right now. And I said, but he hauled ass out of y'all's town. He's in Florida right now. No, it was just one man. We got our guy. And I've got video of that. That's that's that was the first video I've ever done, and the first thing I've ever, ever investigated. Of course, that was that was during the lockdown, big time. Then, you know, and uh, I got I watched that every night. Um, those that Portland stuff. We'll have to um, revisit that. We'll have to do a breakdown on that kind of stuff at some point. Yeah, I've yeah. got it. I'll show you. I mean, you can see the silhouette and everything. I mean, you don't even see a flash come out of Jay's pistol, but it comes out of. Uh, I can't remember his name, the black guys, and uh, hits the can. I mean, he's like eight inches, 10, 12 and inches away from this me. topic, Harry. Like, when we talk about he this all it. the time, we talk about things like provocateurs and we talk about government agents or ops and plants and other things being involved here. Um, that could very as likely as well happen to the left, right? The radical left or whatever the fuck you want to call them, the anti fascist crowd, you know, the purple haired uh, jigglypuffs that we talked about before. Um, all those fucking people are just as likely yeah. to have you know someone infiltrate their group and do something really violent or really extreme to paint the rest of them as as bad people and terrorists. They're they're just as susceptible to that as anyone you know on any side. Well, yeah. and, and it did happen, and the and it was the FBI that oh. infiltrated them right after January sixth. Yeah. That's our that's our that was already out, and that's. But they want to say that the FBI doesn't do that. The FBI admitted. Oh, yeah. They and they did didn't even want to admit that they even with, existed uh, as, as sort of like a group before, but, too. I remember under testimony of all these stupid Senate hearings and trial or whatever the fuck that they put on. These little shows that they put on so they can get oh, sound yeah. bites so Ted and Cruz can look so like he gives a yeah. shit, you know, before he sells us out again to Google and whoever yeah. else. And also... Uh, uh, Chris made a comment a while ago. He asked about the uh, um, about the homegrown. Mm. When he asked about the homegrown, um, what that does is, is that that also like the lone shooter. Uh, it's it's. I just I just wanted to know the difference why they used separate categories. That's it, yeah, that's what, that's because the lone shooter they've always had difficulty of uh, tagging the. The, uh, as a domestic terrorist because they would come from another country and stuff like that, even though they were a lone shooter. But with a homegrown, that's someone here, and I'm fixing to lose my headphones. And so, uh, someone here being radicalized. That's yeah. someone from here. So they can, they can now pass. They can now, again, bring up the domestic mm-hmm. terrorist law. So they're gonna now with all of this that's fixing to take place that we're seeing. That's gonna just. Yeah, well, we look at the necessary security net. Like, if you wanted to tackle off. that problem, so this is what this is what these people do in these uh, little think tanks. I, I'm gathering, you know, because when John Henry, when, when you and I read through the uh, uh, the bioterrorism documents that were sent to us, you know, about how they imagine all these different scenarios and how to tackle them. Well, I, I think if you if you think in that manner here, is that all they have to do is is that they have to say that there could be people that could be radicalized in these institutions so therefore we have to have complete surveillance on these institutions so if you wanted to have complete surveillance on uh mosques all around the united states um this is what gives them the gateway to do that this is what gives them a gateway through your social media accounts uh through your emails through any type of internet communications through records to your employer to what john henry just brought up through your credit card company 
it gives them full license because they grant their own, themselves their own license, right? They they give them they grant themselves the, this power essentially. Like this is their think tank, this is their farm team, this is how they come up with ideas. This is their creative here at George Washington University. And then this all gets passed up through the pipeline to the Democratic Party and the Republican Party alike. So they can tell us all how they're going after the bad guys and how we're the good guys like we've been talking about here. And it turns out that they they come up with many of these stories and they play them out. They, they enact them out. They get yeah. players involved. They get FBI agents involved, just like with the Whitmer uh, kidnapping bullshit is that they get they they get uh, infiltrators in with J6. <laughs> you know, they, they get players in to play out these roles, these LARPs in, in a sense. And yes, do you know, do you know the guy that the guy that uh, did the Colleyville shooting, the one that well, he ended up getting killed? Um, he uh, he that came was the shooting country. in Texas where the pe- people fired back. Uh-huh. Yeah. And yeah. And he was he was on the oh, watch figure. And, and and so so here's the deal. They they can't. They, he's on the they watch, watch real one good, guy. don't they? And the FBI, the FBI is doing all of this with GW. DOJ is going to protect us. DHS is going to protect us, blah, blah, blah. But this one guy was able to get over here and do this. Now he didn't kill anybody. There's a there's a there's a lady doctor that uh, tried to kill American soldiers in Afghanistan who's in prison here in Texas. He wanted her her to be released. Um. But if they can't stop one guy that's on a watch list. <laughs> that's that's that, that they didn't watch him. They they that was what he was supposed to do happens all the time gary you know yeah but the thing of it is is that they've gotten away with it so much they they've gotten um Brazen they've gotten they've gotten uh what am i looking for um well careless of course you know arrogant <laughs> careless and all that but they've yeah. gone overboard j6 is what's opened it all up they uh they they expose too much well, of what popularized the term and you know. so there's more people it's coming popular out, huh? it, it's popularized the term psyop like amongst the public, like yep. the online public, like our, our, our jargon, the, 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 the lexicon that we all use, like we talk more or less about psyops and we talk more or less about infiltration and, and agents and agent provocateurs. The, oh, I bet you there's been more searches yeah. on the term agent provocateur since uh, January 6th, 2021 till now. I bet you there's been a huge jump in those searches for those terms and use of them. Look at now; it's not safe to travel to the United States. Yeah. Um, and we're at a, we're at our level. Th- the threat is a uh, is at a yellow. Oh, we're going and New York, color New York is at New York That's is at the thing. It never really left. Yeah. Is what I heard. Like that, it's just like yeah. And I COVID can't find restrictions that, but, too. Is like we're noticing that some of them. It's just like what we were talking about before. Like they never really left. This stuff sticks around, folks. No, it stays right here. Well, right here. Shit was yeah. just to scare the well, fuck out of everybody. Well, once this it's in writing, they just sort of keep following the bullshit, back. don't they? They'll, they'll exploit this for as long as they, we allow them to exploit this. I'm saying after 9 11, every bad. other day, it was, oh, we're at the threat yeah. level yellow or we're at threat yellow orange. It's like there was and no they would do it to us for 100 years Here's, or more. They pushed it if again. They could. This, yeah. now, this was supposed to have already. Uh, been canceled, but they pushed it again to November thirtieth. This is when it's supposed to. This is supposed to expire, but they've added to it. 
the last one that was up was when they had the misinformation. Oh, yeah. Remember that? That's a terrorist thing now. But they included oh, libertarians cool. on these so things too in up. the past. Like the, the these are the same types of folks where they, they put hate breed like on a list of hate groups because of their name or something like that. You know, it's just the, these yeah. stupid fucking people. <laughs> now, do you let me ask you this? I I've I've never heard of this happen, but there's individuals that were online forums that routinely mm. just read this. Yep. That's so they recruit that they praise Uvalde. Yeah. Yep. I want to know who that was so we can find out if anybody well, really that's the ever thing. said they never that. give examples Gary, they of it. Had the same thing with it. Yeah. Gary, they had the same thing with Sandy Hook and Aurora and all that. Yeah. Well, here's so, what they do. They yeah. claim that the evidence itself is so damning and it's it's just like it's so bad that they can't show it because other people will will then do it or or whatever. Like they make some ridiculous fucking claim as to why they can't show you any examples. Like the ba- like the base the basement tapes of Columbine, Eric and Dylan, and that would actually prove that it was uh, that they had. Counselors that were were recently hired yeah, in the last year. That's always or so the establishment's that. claims. And they were is that there's going to be copycats when it's. Yeah, but here's the thing: they weren't actually making threats on that on those basement tapes, but that the cops don't want well, people to know that. Well, here, here's where you're. Here's where it's going to happen at. Here's where there's, there's whatever's going to happen. Well, I think it's the government new. doing the copycats well, we because that. they run the same yeah, play all that. the time. Oh, I know. <laughs> you know, like. It, I know, but now they're just. But, they're but there's more of us out there now that's, oh, that's talking true. about it because before we just had CBS. No, it's just, it's just no. I mean, it's just discouraging for someone like myself because I've looked into this shit for so long, and now people are only getting on, on board. But they no, are. need all. to get on. Yeah. No, they need to get on. But right here, where it says uh, before, because um, white churches are domestic terrorists. If you didn't know that, yeah. white churches, and right here is where the targets: public gatherings, faith-based institutions. Schools, racial and religious. Well, that's the only place we had left to go the when they took over our culture with COVID, public. right? Like that, that's the only place yeah. that you'd have left in your community yeah. when you went outside of the corporatist culture that we live in. If you went outside of fucking the Apple store or, or the, the whatever the hell else is in the local mall or whatever's on your television. Even they going to see a, a Batman movie, a thing where you could get. Well, yeah. Right Look how they float those stories and amplify them to put. To put There's people in fear. Deal. You go to a concert yeah, in to, Vegas. To take your culture away from you, to take gatherings away from you, because large mass gatherings are a threat to the establishment. They always have been and throughout history. If you can control the masses and their ability to gather, that that's why we have in in the fucking don't we have something written down somewhere, John Henry, about the ability to gather? Like, isn't there something I heard about mm. might be on parchment? Oh, no, but that was really based on before there was social media and people had to gather in person. So I don't think that documents applicable. Yeah. Just like the whole, like they had muskets back then argument, right? You know, you can't have a nine now. And they they want, they want everybody to believe this, the continued proliferation of false or misleading narratives regarding current events could reinforce existing personal grievances and ideologies, blah, 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 blah. Some domestic violent extremists like me and you, now, every one of us Thank right you for now, recognizing. have expressed <laughs> grievances related to their perception that the U.S. government is unwilling or unable to secure the U.S.-Mexico border. Because they don't want to. And have called for violence to stem the flow of undocumented migrants. My God, they what? are not. You know, it's like, and they write this oh, shit no. down. I heard, I distinctly heard the press secretary this- claim that nobody walks across the border. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. 
I don't know why and, people and, would be mad about that. But they, you know what? <laughs> but you know what they're doing? It goes back to this. They're going to say it. Yeah. Whether it's oh, true yeah. or not. They just what are you going to do about Dante. it? What, yeah. We're, we're going to continue just pushing it. Exactly. And what What's are like you going to do? bad wrestling? That's are, the thing. You know, like when you brought up wrestling before, like when wrestling really sucks is like when they're really cooperative and you can tell and the, you can tell that the punches really aren't <laughs> landing. And like when they kick into fucking air and the person jumps. They're like, I don't want to lose. Yeah, it's just like when it's really bad, it can be awful. But that's what this shit is like. It's like bad fake wrestling. It's not like the good, flowy, tight, snug stuff that you just you watch and you're like, oh damn, it looks like they're killing each other. Like this is the wrestling where like they're they're on the 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 third rope and they're both holding on to each other's hands and they're like counting and they're closing their eyes before they jump off. Like no, you're faking bullshit. The fist is like three feet away from the face, but the guy's still. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there it is, right there. Right here, poor, poor Jericho did that yeah, to Claudio Castagnoli this past week. It's bad, the, really bad. The <laughs> hostage situation, synagogue. Yeah, Collierville, right here, Texas. ISIS and Al Qaeda supporters released statements celebrating the hostage taker for bringing attention to the issue of a federally convicted female Al Qaeda supporter, and suggested the event could serve um, as inspiration for future attackers. Foreign terrorist organizations will likely continue to use online platforms to attempt to inspire U.S.-based individuals to engage in. You said activity. female supporter no, of ISIS. Like, oh, all right, this is. I blame feminism for this one, John Henry. How, how bad is, is feminism <laughs> fucked up? Were you driving <laughs> these crazy bitches into supporting ISIS? Come on, <laughs> how bad does your shit suck? How bad does your ideology suck where you're just driving people <laughs> into making these decisions? Well, weren't they British girls, the two young girls that like ran away to ISIS and then they like brutally serial raped them yeah. to the point where they couldn't take it anymore and then begged yeah. to get home? Well, yeah. That's bad about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so you got John Mark Lynn guy that was the American Taliban, and then they found out he was a CIA. Agent. Yeah, coming coming this uh, <laughs> this Christmas to theaters. It's uh, Runaway to ISIS. <laughs> Does it fucking blow anybody's mind how common what Graves just said is? Yeah, it is common. I say every, no one hears it's it. Common. It's on. I hear you, Chris. I know. I, I hear you, buddy. Damn, man. <laughs> but even those trolls, Gary, even those trolls that you're talking, they were just reading all the rhetoric about those trolls on yeah. the other end of the keyboard. They're agents. Yeah. It's improved over and over again. They infiltrate like Columbine type chat rooms where they're talking about, you know, not yeah. the ones that I would go to like for Columbine truth, but they would be like, Ones that idolize, like a step away from full on admission at this point. With like what we talked about last week about the Washington Post coming out with like, oh yeah, the psychological psychological operations unit of the army. Like here's what they do. Like this, yeah, they, yeah, COINTELPRO and shit. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Found it. This is what I wanted to find. So I'll I'll send this. I'll put this in the chat so you guys you can read it and see it. This was this this has never been out. And and look at the date. Mm, Now it is. November 2021, and now they want to talk about this is an- when the anarchist and left wing violent extremists in America, mm-hmm. and 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 putting it alongside it's like an the advanced J6ers? preview of the next this season. Is of we're fucked. After the next in living color, <laughs> and there we go, right head. there. 
JHS right here, this joint report that reviewed significant domestic terrorism incidents in the United States between 2015-2019. They they reviewed significant domestic terrorist incidents that was prepared by GWU, given to them. Thanks, GWU. So GWU is basically the left version of the the think tanks like PNAC that the neocons oh, yeah. had. Yeah, I, I tell you what, when you look Bill at somebody Crystal like, bullshit. let's say, let's say the Barr, Republicans are perfectly capable of this shit, too. I'm not either Republican or, or a Democrat. Yeah. I'm saying I see it for both coming at both ways. Yeah. Do you remember Barr when he had something that he's oh, going to yeah. come out that was supposed to help Trump? Yeah. GWU. Because Barr, Barr went to GWU and his dad was a big shocker. GWU. <laughs> and Barr got a threatening letter from GWU. And he retracted what he was going to say and never did come out. Oh, with he it. also lied. Uh, wow. I forgot. We, uh, I, I had an article pulled up. We just never got around to it last episode. But I had an article pulled up for us to go over, which was about Barr lying about an investigation into the election. Like literally told the, the American public oh, yeah. through the media that there was an ongoing investigation. And then they just got around to like investigating it now and found out, oh, there wasn't. <laughs> there, there wasn't any investigations yeah. going on at all uh, about the investigation uh, about the election. Sir. So, uh, thanks, Bar. Thanks, thanks for being a shit bag. Shit, look at this. There's Bar right here. There's Antifa. So, see, it's uh, there's Antifa's a terrorist. Do we even know, like uh, Gary? Have you ever looked into this? Because I don't even know. I, I, I'm not doubting that they exist, but do they have like a leader? Do they have like sergeant at arms and shit like that? Because when you when I hear Antifa, it's like Al Qaeda, where it's like that is such a wide fucking. Well, no, there is a there is such a thing as leaderless revolutions, Graves. Like this is something the intelligence yeah, agencies the most, have used all throughout the Middle East and the whole like. No, Arab that's what I'm saying. Like, no, I've heard they they've been mm -hmm. using this Antifa thing since like the mid '90s, but it hasn't really gained traction until. Like, well, the, the last reason why they don't years. have leaders is that they just have infiltration. They just have ops, and they have people that control and push certain social things. Right, yeah. it's the Al Qaeda yeah. thing, like I was just saying. There's no yeah. actual real leader because we're it's we're, the we're most control. organized it's the most organized non-leader yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right and they right. show up in a u-haul truck that was rented full of weapons and yep. fuels and i don't even know and if the soros character has anything to do with it absolutely. I, I think it was something that alex jones threw together like do we have right. actual evidence to this shit like i think i think soros just came out and said something about it he, he said really? something last week he said oh, something wow. i have to i have to go back and look at see because i didn't look at it because whenever i hear it i don't even before I would listen to it, but I don't anymore because it doesn't. It, to me, it's a like right kind of thing where it's like we don't know who the fuck these the actual. It just seemed like it was a, uh, an intelligence thing. Well, those guys they go and they bust the windows. They'll walk inside there. There's just a bunch of and then they walk out while the while the while the kids that are dressed up like Antifa walk in mm -hmm. and start burning shit up, and you know. So it's they, just a bunch just, of sorry. so it's just a bunch of feds. The provocateur. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what, what I the, thought. Okay, that's right, what the no. FBI. That's what the FBI did when they infiltrated uh, Antifa. Uh, I think it was either before or after. I'm gonna get off the share screen. Uh, I'm gonna because I'm gonna save everything yeah. and put it together for y'all. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I was always just wondering that though with the Antifa thing, like if it was just an intelligence like operation where there I've actually got, isn't yeah. a leader that is identified. And well, I was yeah, wondering. and and. And look at how Democrats just... Fuck, you know, Antifa's a militant arm of the progressives, man. No, I... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. just, 
It's just it's their fucking army. Saying, it's like when they say, yeah, we're fighting the terrorists. It's like, who the hell are the terrorists? And at first, they didn't know who the but, fuck to tell us. Yeah, there's, well, they do there, now. there's definitely us. certain lines and of, things drawn there. To- <laughs> speaking of, you domestic terrorists. You have Allegedly. All right, guys, I got to jump. I appreciate the conversation. Everybody keep your heads up. Oh, tell me you're going to watch the Saddam expose when you're away. I will watch it. Sir. Okay. Yes. Okay. I promise. I'll have some free time on Tuesday night. Well, I don't threaten oh, you yeah. with a good time. Mm-hmm. All right, you savages. <laughs> love you guys. <laughs> love talk to you soon. See you later. Be have safe. a safe trip, man. Thanks, guys. Later. You. See you later. Here you go, Chris. Yeah. yeah did December, you ever find out what happened? To that, that was December 2021. Remember when they were propping up this jerk that he was going to be like the king of Portland. Remember that whole thing where he was like the warlord and even the cops wouldn't go near him? Oh, Remember yeah. That during the, the um, Who the, the fuck? Whatever the uh, fuck happened to that guy? Because he had intelligence agency all over him, t- too. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Remember Say that Gary? again. Remember Gary? No. no uh, you remember uh, the Portland you? guy? They they were propping up yeah, this he's, warlord. Hey, hey, he's in here. He's in this. Oh, shit. He's in this. So he's in he, here. They, that's okay. what they talk about. Yeah, because they never talked about what they happened fucking to him. knew. No, they fucking knew about him, but they well, didn't he was want to one say. Of them. I know that. But. Yeah, and you know, everybody said Antifa this and that, but no, our government says no. But now they want to fucking say yes, and they want to put him next to the J Sixers. It's fucking preposterous. It's bullshit. I don't like using that word. I like using bullshit. Right, right, yeah. It's exactly what it is, and it. Well, he uh, went away. I'm saying he kind of just oh, went yeah. away, and no one talked about him. Well, he, he went away. He's holding that right now. No, he's holding like, six. He's okay, holding a whole bunch Raz of Portland. Simone. So, Gary, if you hit Control F for search, like just hit Control on your keyboard and then F, and type in R A Z, and I bet you you'll find um in the document. Yeah, yeah type R A. Yeah, Raz R A Z. Uh, just just one Z. It won't find it if oh, there's okay. two, maybe. Yeah, it'll, be, it'll come up. DJJZ Jeff. Yeah. And just hit enter. Okay, mm. it's not coming up. That's not the name that sounds familiar to me. It was like a Bob or some Bobby or uh, some <laughs> guy who kept, who basically uh, kept uh, hostage, or like a part of Portland. During yeah. The and, and, and they talk about Chaz. It's, the cops it's wouldn't in do this either. It's in this. If you guys see Chaz Chop or anything like that, if oh, I pass, well, it, try typing in Chaz or Chop up there. Well, yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Here we go. He's gonna be right here. Baker, you after returning to the U.S., Baker served as a self-styled. There he is. This is him, Baker. Um, so Baker. The cops wouldn't go in and wouldn't touch it, touch them. And then it's like, well, why are the people of Portland paying taxes? And oh, that one says in prison, Baker. Like- there we go. Daniel Baker. I'm guilty. Hmm. That's the killer injure. Yep. That's that hey, sounds, seemed like a war up. That's what they what I read about him today is kind of like what you're saying, Chris, is how they how they portray him in this. I, I yeah. just skimmed over it today. I didn't read it all, but I forgot all about him. And then I'm like, whatever happened right here. To, however, Baker traveled to Syria to join the people's protection unit <laughs> of course at Curtis Milit- yeah, Milton group. At the time Baker joined the YPG was primarily fighting against Turkish, blah, 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 blah. So he was a fucking 
So I could put Baker. I can also put yep. Chop. And it'll. Uh, you might you might just have to put Chop in uh, or something like that because it'll it'll do multiple hits. Chaz. No, just um, just do Chop in general. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, we're at Chop and Ch Ch Chaz right here. I just saw it right yeah. there. So yeah. here's his name right here. There's his name right here yeah. also, Baker. Yeah, there's 21 right mentions. Like yeah, Every time so you hit down oh. on the uh, little thing, yeah. Oh, right there. Yeah, you can go okay. through all the different hits for it. 21 mentions? How many pages is this? 30 yep. pages? So if there's... 21 mentions so this, this is basically going to be a 30-page document. That's pretty good. That's a yeah. pretty good ratio. <laughs> yeah. And how many other so makers? So when I click on it, does it go to the first? Uh, right now it's on the third mention. Right it's on the third mention of Baker, yeah. Three oh, okay, out of twenty-one. Okay, okay, I got you. Yep, that's right. There we go. This oh, is what I love about this format we're oh, using here's right you now. Some this, is, this is research in real time, folks. This is how you learn, man. This is awesome. Because I had no idea what happened to him. <laughs> yeah, and if you think you're thinking crazy, just just know that it's all crazy and just. Oh, keep we're beyond that. Graves actually <laughs> came up with a term for you politically. You're a Freddytarian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Trying to come up with something spooky what? for the Halloween uh, season. You're 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 a Freddy oh, Terrian. Yeah, I don't know what that means ultimately. But I want to be hobo. I want to be hobo John. Yeah, yeah. No, but AKA just, hobo John. Hobo John. No, but you don't like a hobo. I like Freddy Krueger. Who do you think smells worse, Freddy Krueger or Hobo John? <sighs> Because hobos can really smell, but Freddy Krueger's got to have a particular Probably. funk to him. He's like a burned corpse person. Yeah, but he's in the dream realm, so you're not really getting the actual physical, you know, ball What if he smelled really you know? good? Wouldn't that be awkward? What if he's just like a cool like water cologne, like kind of, and you see, yeah, yeah, something really soothing as he's like piercing you with the, the glove fingers? Well, yeah, that's the way I would want to go out at least. Yeah, with a little bit of love. Do you guys remember? Do you guys remember that yeah. chart that I showed you that stopped at 2014? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Remember, it showed the Ku Klux Klan. It showed white supremacy. But what did it show? Who, who most terrorist attacks? It was left wing oh. stuff, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, yeah, when, yeah. look at this 2015 to 2019. They don't show the 2014 and prior now. Now they show this right here when Stephen mm -hmm. Hughes started it, 2015. And now look at all yeah, of it. Now it's all anti-government. Where does it point? Look what it points to. White extremism. It, you don't, I mean, uh -huh. and abortion really dropped. So like on some of those charts that you showed us before, like the anti-abortion domestic terrorism numbers were like, they were, they were competing with the leftist numbers a little bit, at least according to the government. Like we all know that they fuck those numbers all the time and just, you know, you can't be, yeah. they, they can't be trusted. But I mean, if, if you wanted to compare the compare, Compared to then and now, now the abortion-related violent extremism, like it's nothing. One one incident, and was that even an incident? Yeah. Like, you no. know what they're using, Chris? What? <laughs> uh, Roe versus Wade to being overturned. Now oh, they're yeah, using yeah. that yeah. as well a catalyst to fuel the the. The women, the oh yeah, supremacy. because they have to, yeah, yeah. not they not the ones the women, that want to want to have abortion that are really doing the fight. Oh, yeah, they're going to call them fascists that. because yeah. if you look under if just the title itself, it says abortion related violent extremism. 
Well, abortion-related means both pro and anti-abortion then, maybe. So they don't want to kind of give up their, their card that they're using, that they, they do indeed have uh, pro-abortion-related violent extremists, <laughs> right? Like, they're, they're definitely out there. There's plenty of pro-abortion violent extremists, um, and they're breeding them with the, with the news media right now about the Roe versus Wade stuff. Um, just so the, the battle over the midterms and abortion itself right now is fueling all of this um, with, with these people. Also, uh, Derek Chauvin, is, his conviction might be overturned, and that'll start riots again. That's Me and Don Jeffries thought that we were actually kind of surprised that they didn't uh, let him free like in 92. Well, the they're LA just Cops waiting for the right time to amplify it, possibly. You know, like that, oh that's God. the thing about that. Yeah. No, really, that's but, no, not you, not you. I'm just, I'm reading this is what I was reading today oh. that I've, I just read again. It's it just, this is, it just pisses me off how they do this stuff. It's just talking about, like right here, it's, y'all read that. It's, uh, it, 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 commentary by several analysts of domestic violent extremism. So now these journalists, these analysts, they're extremists mm-hmm. because they said, they were going against what they said about Antifa being a movement. Right. That Antifa was a movement and not a concrete organization. And that little evidence exists. That's right. That Antifa as a group encouraged its followers. Yeah. And just this right here, just the commentary by several. This is, this is why. uh, So now what I see when I'm, when I saw this today, what was going on in my head while I'm looking at all this is what's going on in the world today. That's, that's taking everybody's eyes off of mm. anything like this that would even think about it or know about it because it'll be a, it'll be a shock. It'll be, yeah, Oh my now God. It's back you in know? the news cycle. Because yeah. We Cause they busy, have to drop the other stories. Too busy watching the pipelines. Well, you have a few things, Gary, mm-hmm. you got the, the pipeline, you got the Ukraine thing, you got the food shortage bullshit and people yeah. lighting the food thing on fire. You got uh, infrastructure is failing with the, the grid in Texas, especially last time. You know, yeah. kind of shit to yeah, and then and then the pipelines. Yep. You know, there's something that's going to be going on that's that's still going on. You know, it's they, and they do you do know they so control they control the weather too. Like that's not science fiction. So all this extreme shit, I feel like there's something else going on besides a natural. Uh, you know, it is uh, quite odd that during the yeah, same the week of, of the mysterious the of explosions of this Nord pipeline that that seemed to have stopped leaking yeah. all of a sudden too, um, that what do you yeah. what caused that, Gary? You you've actually been in the business. Like, does that make any to, sense at all? To stop it like that? Yeah. Well, that's when when y'all were see. Here's here's how much that I know was going on. You guys were talking about. World War Three and nuclear bombs and right, and, right. and a pipeline. Guess who didn't even that's know anything right. about hey. that? Me. Right. Because there's so much shit going because on. Because I'm I because I don't I don't yeah. watch the news. I, I don't, don't either. I, and I'm and I'm doing I do what I'm doing right now, mm-hmm. like what you're hearing me, how I'm mm-hmm. acting and stuff, you know. And what I'm digging into, that's what I do. I mean, for mm-hmm. 21 months. You know, it's. Uh, I don't watch the mainstream media. And so uh, I didn't even know anything about that. And when I was watching that pipeline for the first time tonight, and I was seeing it, you you saw the water, how yeah. bubbling up it was. And yeah. that's exactly what it does. That's a big oh, yeah. freaking leak. And well, I like to know stop, how deep though? it was too, how deep it was. Uh, usually get it stopped by explosions, mm. blow it up. Um, you no, know what I'm saying? For it to stop leaking. To stop, you, what well, would, you turn the valve and shut it off. 
there's got to be a valve somewhere. <laughs> is that, no, yeah. I'm serious. No, I thought there was going to be some spooky shit where it's no, like, yeah, just well, leaking. I mean, there's no way that they can send a diver down there right. with that force, you know, coming out of the that pressure coming out. But I mean, you can get it to stop. Now, I don't know. It depends on like how far down the, you know, they could shut it off at, you know, there'll be gas left in there. But yeah, they, they can shut off. But it's uh, this like how they, they shut wells that uh, during the desert storm, you know, they're, they'd blow them up yeah. and yeah. it sends it into a vacuum is what right. it does. It puts it into a vacuum and it sucks back in itself. So, um, but I don't think they did that there. But my first thought, my mind was already rolling. Who can I call? Who can I call to talk to them about it? You know, but, uh, what their thoughts are on it. Cause I, I know what the oil and gas companies Monday morning water cooler talk, <laughs> you know, it's just yeah. like you mentioned earlier. That's what they'll be. They'll be talking about. All I can um, think about is the but, uh, seventh level of super Mario three, which is the pipe level. When they're trying to fix all this shit, that that's, <laughs> that's what has to happen. You just have to go down the different sets of pipes and, they usually get, they usually get the uh, the flute or whatever the whistle and uh, oh yeah, because fuck that zone. level. That oh, level sucked. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, here's your nine eleven, Chris. It's in here too. So the is the zone? Oklahoma yeah. City bombing. Yeah, they all, uh, they have it. In, uh, they always bring up the greatest hits on this these, right yeah. here. Which yeah, is funny, guys. Gary, because there was Iraqi uh, Iraqi suspects all over that operation too that got dropped from the news after. Yeah. See, and so my that's why I wanted you guys to see this so bad because I wanted what I wanted y'all to see is what I got to show y'all, which was mm-hmm. the website, right? Because y'all saw the website and y'all saw what was up. They're showing what they and have now. Planned. When yeah. now, when I got on here today and I saw all this new stuff and I'm looking at November 2021, this was never up. They're keeping their how the fuck open. do they? How yeah. do you? I mean. They're adding shit to cover their bases. Like they yeah, like and putting it, up the just, new holiday decorations. Like just, uh, you know. <laughs> but how many people like, have been watching GW that you see that? And so my here again, in my mind, you know what, what I was thinking about today that I was going to tell, tell y'all is that. So how, um, let's say you come out and we just start saying, hey, there's going to be a terrorist attack. There's going to be, you know, telling people, but it doesn't happen. What happens to you? You look like an idiot. You're discredited. And nobody going to listen to you again. But if you don't say something and something happens, right? what do you do? And I've always had that. That's why I always train my guys in the oil and gas. It's, it's not narking. It's not telling on nobody. It's protecting your work, well, protecting that well, guy next well, to you because we want them to go home the same way they came to work that day. We want Perhaps to maybe adding some well, that's, what Bill, that's what Bill Cooper did. He, he, he said in June of 2001, he said uh, he, Spelled out what 9-11 was going to be. Osama bin Laden, well, World Trade well, Center. Perhaps you should broaden the definition of it. If we get this out, it. we talk about it. Hopefully it catches on and people start talking about it. And they're like, oh, shit. You know, broadening the definition of what it could be, though, is that we're not saying that, okay, there's there's going to be like, you know, they're, they're going to take like a, we're not making a specific claim here, right? No, you know, that they're going to take a, like a stadium they're telling out us or that right like here. That, you know, like this. Yeah, this, and they're telling the, yeah, us right here. This is their like sort of um this is their script. This, this yeah. That's how yeah. we do it. This is how we do it. That's what that's that's how how it. So this is the the NTAS is the one that's telling us we're at a level yellow, New York is a level orange, and it's likely gonna happen. Uh, people are being discouraged to travel here. But Gary, um, one of the things is that they don't actually have to pull off any sort of actual mass casualty event they can they what they can do is uh-huh. is that they can give us the illusion of the threat of one or that they stopped one because they'll infiltrate 
quote unquote, uh, said, you know, whatever type of group, right? And they'll discover that they had this horrible plot to kill all these people. And then the good guys stepped in and stopped it just in the nick of time, just like Jack Bauer. Just Just like Colleyville, Mm -hmm. like Colleyville. They they, uh, rescued the guys and uh, then they shot the guy. They always shoot the guy. Well, dead men tell no tales, you know, especially if they've been programmed Uh, to do so. Except for Ben, uh, yeah, exactly. Except for Biden, that's true. Ten men tell no tales, except for Joe Biden. That is very, very true, man. uh, Let's finish out this uh, last two articles for the news block, and then Graves, we're going to move on to uh, your breakdown for this week. And I cannot wait to uh, hear what you got for us, brother. Uh, So, one second here. Let me get this back up and going. And boom. All right. So where were we? I think this is the one. Yes. Wanted to bring this up for everybody to enjoy rather quickly here and then we'll move on. But um, this is from Natural News. This is NYU scientists find mRNA in human breast milk. Imagine that. Now it says in quotes, mm. this could be a disaster for babies. Why would that be? I thought this was all safe and effective. I mean, yeah, I mean, they mystery. tested it, right? Mm. They tested like it on all those. No. Yeah, they didn't, no, they apparently. didn't. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> now I'm getting pissed. <laughs> look at this. Look at this. Jab regret. That's funny. I mean, oh, but, that's, that's, funny, but. but that's a serious yeah. thing. Like, it's got to be. A, it, like, I imagine that if I had decided that if I would have broken. <laughs> we'll never have a family. Out well, it's like, well, bullshit. if you if you look at it this way, like yeah. if you decided to um to break right because of the social pressure or let's say that they they got you on the propaganda at some point where it's just like oh if you don't take this someone that you love could die and 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 somebody bought that like for somebody in my life that's really close to me they decided to take it because the person that they love the most in their life that they've been married to most of their lives took it and they decided to take it too so if something happened to them that they could be in the hospital or they could be wherever next to them and so they wouldn't be separated. And I think that that was a horrible, horrible coercion. And and I am outraged that that happened to that person. I'm outraged that that happened to people in my life. Um, so now with, with this, though, I don't have children. But if I had a child, and I know that the mother of my child fed my child breast milk that was filled with this stuff, after I was told that this was safe and effective, I don't know about you. I don't think I would have my shit together after hearing that. Um, and I'm not saying doing anything crazy, right? Like I'm not provoking anyone to go do anything, you know, uh, violent, right? No, we never know. Yeah, like, but I, I'm. Yeah, no, but you know what? They get to do crazy but, stuff. But that's to the us. thing. Like we should, we have. There has to be some form of of punishment. What? 20 gallows well, outside the Capitol. Well, yeah, we can't do that. <laughs> yeah, we can't do that. We sure as hell can't well, do they, that. We, they sort of took that gimmick from to, us already. They took that gimmick from us already. No, no, but, right now. no, no, but Chris, that's, I'm being, uh, I know I, I you are. I know, but we can't but, say that shit anymore. Yeah, I like, I like, well, see, no, we, that's the problem. I know, but there's well, I, like, I like, I like the Nuremberg style trials. I like saying it like that. You know, because when you when you get in particulars and you start talking about this, you know, this being placed there for whom and whatever, then that's when people start, you know, jumping to conclusions of what we're trying to say, right? And well, we don't want that. Ask, 
That's Donald yeah. Jeffries about the Nuremberg. Like the, trials. like the, like exactly the one. Oh wow! The, no, I'll jump back to no. I'll yes. jump back to the panel for that because, like, oh, can can you elaborate just briefly, Grace? Well, I won't be able to do it as intelligently. Or, um, well, Donald Jeffries has written about the Nuremberg trials with for the Nazis after World War II, and. I'm not going to get it exactly right, so I'm not even going to bother. Basically, he uh, breaks it down, kind of like how people thought of Lincoln as being a great uh, leader, and it turns out he was actually a tyrant. And then you find out Joe McCarthy wasn't as horrible as history has made him out to be. That type of thing. Oh, yeah. Like a switch. Well, the Nuremberg trials, like, he poked a lot of holes in, like, what was going on there. It was there, actually so. somebody else on the flip side of Congress, because wasn't McCarthy, it was like, I'm going to fuck this up, I know it, and it's late, but it's, uh... <laughs> they called McCarthy the, where he, you know, McCarthy, well, McCarthy was a senator, you know, but there was also, like, a, 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 a rep, or one of the, he's one of the, oh, motherfucker, I'm fucking this up. We're going to have to fact check me. Fact check me live on what yeah, Joe McCarthy was. Was he a senator, or was he a House representative? But either way... Yeah, okay, senator. But no, there, senator, there was... Yeah. Yeah, he was looking for uh, communist infiltration in the. Uh, but a lot of the, the really egregious things that occurred, though, were due to the House's uh, actions, not the Senate's actions that McCarthy was behind. Right. Well, McCarthy got smeared with yes, all this other. That's shit what I was saying. That yeah. Apparently okay. he wasn't. I'm saying what I'm trying to just point out is that Don's work actually shows that McCarthy wasn't exactly what the villain that history has made him out to be and abraham lincoln is far from being the heroic figure that history oh, has made him out to be i'm sure it's if like we called switch, don right you know now I mean? and woke him up at 3 30 in the morning that yeah. to explain all this to us he'd still nail it <laughs> oh i bet he's up That's he's fine. watching all movies yeah, he'd be anyway, so pissed. <laughs> basically he was saying that to to try to put your um the victors of a war to put the uh, those that failed on on trial just wasn't oh, the expect, right way. Yeah, to go. you're expecting justice out of that when you have like the aggrieved that's what side, I'm yeah, the one going against the the so, side, the bad guys. Yeah, that's because that's how they're always going to paint it. And you like should, your guilt. Yeah. You just check out hidden history, like to basically because I'm gonna I if I even attempted it with my small brain okay. right now. I wouldn't do it justice, but what I'm saying is that the Nuremberg trials, everyone likes to throw out there, like when it comes to like, you know, war crimes and stuff, but there's a lot more to it and that they may not have been the best way to go. Yeah, that's all I'm yeah. saying. About no, that that's, I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up, especially because we, we got to uh, plug Don's book a little bit too for him. <laughs> well, they, and they were talking about with Fauci and stuff, like they should have a new type of Nuremberg trials for, uh, for him. But I'm like, yeah, it, he needs an actual trial. But then again, look at our justice system, especially with the J6ers. Yeah, what the I fuck are they going to come up with? <laughs> I don't think there is a fair trial like anymore, or maybe there never was. I don't know. Just the system is but fucked. On that I note. <laughs> on that this note, is, um, hey. On the system is fucked note, court orders production of <laughs> Seth Rich laptop. Can you guys see this, or did I fuck it up? Yay. Uh, It says today a federal judge ordered the FBI to produce the information it possesses relation related to Seth Rich's laptop. And it says case. Are they fucking with us? Case 420. Come on. 420. (laughs) Now it says 
<laughs> it, says, it is further ordered that plaintiffs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Blazing Saddles. Gotta gotta love Mel Brooks, man. If this gonna be this kind of party, I'm gonna stick my dick in some mashed potatoes. I, was that Richard Pryor? <laughs> Wait. Yeah, that was me being uh, very inappropriate, like right, Gary? It's very inappropriate because I like mashed potatoes. Yeah, you just fucked it up. No. You don't like dicks. No. I don't know. Sweet no. sweet potato mashed Moving potatoes, on. even. <laughs> Oh my rim job! But now I'll always question the marshmallow. Oh, <laughs> the marshmallow will never okay. be the same. In order, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and for someone highlighted further order, the government shall produce the information it possesses. Yeah, I I don't know um, if this is going to be granted. You know, people get excited Shit. about these types they, they, of things they, happening, and we've seen this, Gary, at plenty of times, right? Where there, there's a judge's order, sure and then there's an appeal to that them, order, and then, the, and then the order gets thrown out, and they never get this stuff. Yeah, you know, when we want FOIAs, you put in 60 FOIAs, and they throw them all in the trash, yeah. and they don't give you nothing. And then here, they get a judge gets to step in and force it and get it, you know? All right, I'm going to take a look at what, what's in the chat. I also had one other little thing, too, at the end there. So oh, yeah, you got that kind of... It kind of went back to what we were yeah, saying. Yeah, well, you before. got this one about the Portland riots. I see. I'm going to bookmark that real yeah, quick. Yeah, that one. I was trying to more or less trying to skim it to see if um, that oh, okay. guy's name was. But I'm going to add it to this week's source list. But, and stuff. but if you look at the headline, it is weird. It's kind of oh, just yeah. stopped. You know? Well, it's just, it, it, well, if something's coordinated with people, they just say, hey, show's over. You know, because why would they give up? Oh, you know, if they're in this revolution, right? So they were they're taking over the city. Yeah, they, they they've gained ground. They have control of the police. You know, why would they uh, give up unless they were told to? They had other ops in the making, so that's why you just they're like, all right, that did the yeah, trick for a yeah, little while. Simple ops. <laughs> they send the guy to Syria. Was that like the conclusion to that? Story. Oh, we'll have to look that further into that. Yeah, we'll have to go back and read that stuff. I'm just going to yeah. click on the rest of these as we go through and bookmark everyone. Yeah, this yeah. is what I was talking about. This kind of went back to what we were talking so about. If the FBI both planned and thwarted a terrorist attack, it says, who's the hero? <laughs> exactly. Man, I mean, thank you for making our point, I guess, the Atlantic. The chicken I mean, or the egg. Here's a rarefied <laughs> thing. I mean, we talk about hope. I mean, the Atlantic is a terrible fucking rag. I mean, they are awful, but if they could at least point out how fucking terrible the oh, yeah. FBI is at its job, that even the Atlantic has to report on it, that that they both plan and thwart terrorist attacks, that you fucking suck. Like, it's your own people. <laughs> They're supposed to be cheering you they on. Know. The Atlantic does nothing but cheer on the You're establishment. Their budget, they were horrible huh? during COVID. They're horrible during the last election. The Atlantic is fucking terrible. And I think, what is it, Steve Jobs' widow that fucking owns them anyways? You know, just like, yeah, fuck yeah, her. her. But, so, <laughs> and then, uh, Gary, you sent this one. This is New York Times. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I just, yeah. Oh, yeah, I just no, no. You, guys and, have you know what we'll do? I'll show the audience this. Uh, I showed Gary this the other night as well. Instead of paying uh, the Washington Post a dime for anything, tell them to go fuck themselves and click this little archive button that I have on my browser here. So if you have the Brave browser, you can go and search for extensions and search for archive.today. And then anytime a little article like this pops up, here's what you do. You hit this button and then it does this. 
this page was archived eight months ago. And then you can bookmark it. And look at, and behold, I can pretty much read the whole thing in most cases. So hell yeah. Now we have bookmarked this whole thing for you, and I'm going to attach it to this week's source list. But to, um, yep. Hey, Chris. Hey, I mean, not Chris. Yes, uh, sir. Uh, let me send you something real quick. What you need. I'll hurry up. Um, coffee in it. Are you going to send something or are you going to share okay. something on the screen? Yeah, right now. Gonna yeah, oh, there you go. Got All it. Right. There, you just got it. I'm going to send it to you on the chat. So I'm just going to go through this real quick. I want you to see it. Um, do you want me to pull it up or do you want to pull it up? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. No, I'll let you do it. I'll let you do it. Cause I'm going to, I'm going to pass you two more things. Cause it's going to be really fast. It's going to be maybe no two worries. minutes at that. All right. And let um, me click on the chat. This is what's neat about brave talk folks is that we get to have this little chat. We can pull things up like this in real time. Bookmark this right away to this week's so episode. Hear about this? Oh, yeah. Right. Kind of like that. Yeah. Make them clap. Um, Michigan election worker charged with tampering with voting equipment. Says the election worker in Kent County is accused of inserting a USB drive. Ooh, that's naughty. Into a computer. And did you know that's why Texas didn't want to use Dominion? Because it was easy to put thumb drives in the machines, just so you know, too. I that's mean, this is the this is the, the fallacy the Dominion of, was used in of electronic voting, yeah. right? This is why we should always go back to paper ballots. Like uh, Chris, Tony Arterburn talks Scroll about this now. all the time, the, the, what yeah. we need to do about this. It's like Jesse Ventura said, we have receipts, paper ballots. Yep. It's going to be down kind of low, right. but I want to show you. Um, keep on going. Keep on oh, going. It's way down there. I think this yeah. is Yeah. Okay. Oh, let's see. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> it is. Oh, go up to us. see some ads. By the ads right here. Let's see. Right above is that it? Damn it! Where's that? Anyways, okay. Um, go ahead, just keeps going up, but towards the top. Let me see if I can just see it. I'm sorry. Shoot. What? I wanted you to see how they're talking about it. What the what the uh, left is doing about this? They're talking about it is basically what you heard Trump and the Republicans saying. <laughs> now they're saying on here that it's uh, maybe it's on the. Because they're both the same, Gary. They're um, talking about how that we're going to, the Republicans are going to use uh, breaking the law and not obeying by the law during these, when you have poll workers. Oh, here you go. I think we found it. Last month, Attorney General Dana Nessel, a Democrat, appointed a special prosecutor to oversee the criminal investigation her office had kicked off into the security breaches. She sought to step back uh, the probe because her Republican challenger in November's election, Matt uh, DiPerno, was among the nine individuals facing possible <laughs> charges. Yeah. A spokesperson for Michigan's Secretary of State said the breached equipment in Gaines Township huh. has been decommissioned and will not be used in the in the November general election. Oh, so we're all mm-hmm. saved. Now read the next paragraph. While our elections remain secure and safe. (laughs) After this just fucking happened, of course. Yeah. It's just like somebody just broke into your house as my house is totally secure and safe. Right? Ah. Yep. Just like Biden takes that. I don't think that's right. Seriously. (laughs) 
Yeah, and and there's somewhere is, is is that the end of the article? Yeah, because there's their peacock. There's that the peacock. Um, <laughs> I I wanted to I was trying to find out the, the but that's what I wanted to show you and I thought it was in there but it talks about how they're they're using the it was okay for the Democrats to steal the election so it's okay for us to break the law and bring cell phones in here and take pictures and blah blah well, blah. Of course. Exactly. You know, and and so, it even says here they're going to continue uh, to work with the relevant authorities to assure there are consequences for those that break the law. That was a- Angela Bonander. Now, oh, you're not going to, you won't be able to go back. You're not on my, damn it. Uh, Take them back. Will you do? Will you Google? Uh, will you Google Michigan worker insert thumb drive? I could do. I could do that. I'll do it on Brave though. I don't okay, use Google, cool. But yeah. Yeah. Now, I was, I was going to tell you to. Go back on that, but you can't because it's insert not a thumb drive. All right. yeah, Michigan worker insert thumb drive. That's how I googled it. I just want you to see what all pops up um, because I, before I found because that's what I was looking for to see. Well, I know there's a Republican there blaming all this on, but um, but you'll see when he pulled it up. Oh, here we go. Uh, I got this from the Titty Report. I think it says Tidy Report, but I'm gonna call it the Titty Report. Kitties. Well, it should have put up like when you Google it, it shows you all the news agencies that's reporting on it. Um, that's what I wanted to show. If you remember, there's nothing on this. There's nothing on uh, the thing that I pulled up. Sorry. Um, no, I, I just it? have to go down to an actual article. That was just a bunk. That it's was just sneaky. a bunk article. Well, you want me to share it real quick? Just what I was just going to show you. I'll get here. off uh, from Survive the News. Okay. Um, I'll pull it over. Let me know when you can see this. No, no, Michigan no, no, no. Uh, here, let me show you what I'm, let okay. me let me share it real quick. Okay. I, I won't take gotcha. you long. Let me just share it real quick. Um, let's let me see. Get I just gotta remember where to go out here. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. Is it okay to do it now? Okay. So this is what's cool when we get to live stream because imagine like having an audience listening along that could be assisting us with this stuff, sending us things, talking to us about these things. Like I, I look forward to that. Like yeah. <laughs> oh we're getting there oh we're getting there all right. all right here it is this is what i wanted to see so see yeah. all the news agencies look at every one of them reporting and I, what i was going to say is that was this a republican that did it mm. or a democrat that you know just being a smart ass really because this is right. how you know when it's when it's when the, the when the media mainstream media whose side they're on because everyone of well, them reports there it. There are methods that they use though where they do report it. It just gets buried though. It just gets there buried in the algorithm. Like oh, it's not yeah. going to be on the top news. It's not going to be on people's little feeds. No. They get on their cell phones and stuff. Like Gary, Gary, no. any, Gary, do you know during the uh, the first I think the first Trump uh, election with Hillary? Uh huh. They actually had Hillary's team had had a way of um, having Google block any kind of Clinton body count. Oh, you, talk. Mm-hmm. I remember that. You remember that? I think yeah. so. I remember. Yeah. Okay. There was something else that was. Yeah. But uh, no, I do remember that. Yeah. This um, is from Indiana Intelligence Fusion Center. Yeah. There. Um, I noticed how all the states mm-hmm. had their own. Of this uh, NTAS. Um, but I th- and I will send y'all also 
the other stuff that I had right here. Um, I may have, I may have closed it out, but it showed the grants that went to. There's like twenty million. There's one other one, seventy-seven million. Close or stop sharing, so you can have it back. But uh, I'll put all this together, and uh, if y'all want it, just have yeah, it. Yeah, if it you whatever. send it to me at any time in the next couple of days, I'll have it out with the release of the episode. I'll put it all on the source list for this weekend. Oh yeah, I'll that put way it everybody was watching uh, uh, tonight. Uh, can get all of those different sources and and do their own research. We encourage that here at the New Prisoners. Um, don't don't take anything that we say uh, for granted. Like definitely go and check it out yourself. Uh, read into it. Hell, you're probably smarter yeah. and more talented than us. Get back to us with that information too. Give us your analysis. Give us your comments and stuff. Like we don't always see everything. Like Gary discovers new things uh, watching videos every day. Like, and, and even like going over some stuff, like teaching uh, Graves and I uh, about it too, uh, he's discovered new things. So it's just like when it, we're, we're, we're no experts, like come at us with uh, information. Like, nope, don't just assume that we know everything. Uh, we don't do that. <laughs> uh, I don't think we do. Ask questions. Yeah, There's absolutely. No dumb questions. Yeah, ask us questions and stuff. Get clarification on things. Like uh, talk to us for sure. But um, so I'm going to switch to, uh, let me find this last a uh, little article here. Yes, it's this one uh, about the Seth Rich stuff. I think we pretty much covered everything about that, though. So, Grace, you know what it is? You know what time it is? It's time for the breakdown, son. We, we need do a song need a song right, right here. Right here. Hold, on, hold, hold on, hold on, hold oh, on. Okay, though. switching back to the panel. Just because uh, something in the back of what I was saying oh. a second ago. Excuse me. We need to have something planned right there when you say that, Chris. I think for the live streams, we'll, we'll be able to queue up uh, little music numbers and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, during the uh, 2016 election, um, every time <laughs> Trump would bring up something with the uh, Clinton body count. Um, oh, yeah. That's what it came out. And here's here's the thing, Six. Um, Real quick. That right there in the chat. Okay. Just, uh, you have a better voice than I do. <laughs> All right. So this latest in from This Is Bullshit. This is from the Daily Mail, I believe, right? Google Barry's Clinton body yeah. count. Added to the source list. And this says, uh, Google <laughs> Barry's Clinton body count. Search engine accused of hiding negative stories during Hillary's campaign. Not fucking shocked there at all, but look at that. Yeah, the, the very, very first, first bullet point says Google has been accused of changing its algorithm to bury negative stories about Hillary, including the notorious Clinton body count. Yep. So, <laughs> and so then a car shop, a car repair shop thing comes up instead when users type Clinton body. Well, <laughs> and, and what what's crazy about it, folks, is is that you know how like we. We're just uh, helping Gary like find things in that document, just like a simple control F. Like it, it just, all that that algorithm does, all that that code does is just simply find the thing that he's asking it to. Well, Google, yeah. too many people, and I'll switch back to the panel when we have this conversation. Well, oh, we'll yeah, look yeah. real quick. One, the last one, you know, right before you said that, um, Look at what, That's what I was reading. All that stuff about Seth Rich. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. All the way down, what it says. Right in. Each, yeah. each policy. Yeah. 
Well, that's the thing. It says latest alleged yeah. me- uh, member includes DNC staffer Seth Rich, who was murdered last month in an apparent robbery gone wrong. Yeah. Where no one stole anything yeah. off of him. And then it says also the WikiLeaks founder has since hinted that Rich was a secret source for him, but many have dismissed the list as the work of conspiracy oh, theorists. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. Seth Rich. Was Seth Rich with the? Th- is he the one that is supposed to have the thumb drive? Um, Seth. That's what yeah. When people yeah. Or, oh, y'all know about y'all remember the? Yeah, y'all remember the uh, interview with the whistleblower that I gave y'all to read? Yeah. That's Seth Rich in there. Was it? Yep. And that the thumb wow. drive was stolen off of him. That's and what they, yeah, that's what I remembered. Yeah, from the and, the, the and that, show. who was it that there was that that gang that MS thirteen or whatever? Yeah. They weren't supposed to kill him, and they killed him. That's what yeah. and that whistleblower. Thing. That's huh? See, we're learning things. Brain hey, stuff. This is kids. what happens when you combine your efforts. Like this is the importance of having these conversations. You know, have these conversations, folks listening. Have these conversations with your friends. Find out what your friends know about this stuff. Like if I would just assume that, you know, the the graves or Gary didn't know about some of these topics, like, and we didn't share the information we just shared with one another, like we're learning in this process too. Like we always come across new things, discover new things all the time. That's one of the more exciting things about doing a show like this is that I don't fucking know everything. (laughs) Like I know. Oh, you're good. No, No, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, but thank you. Yeah, he, yeah, like Chris, Chris does know a lot, but it's, it's, yeah, I just don't know how to, uh, it, it's, make it's, money. yeah, it's, but it's fun <laughs> to spring stuff on you that might catch you off guard that you might not have known about that. That's, that's the challenge, man, because <laughs> you know so much, but, um, but to do something well, about that, uh, money problem, like I mentioned in the descriptions of each video that I put out that involves our contributors, no, check, <laughs> check out their donation links and, and donate to the people that help produce this content. Um, that they, they help make this show happen. They help you know, make these new discoveries and all the stuff that I just learned this evening and maybe yourself too. So, uh, look out for them. But, um, the more, you know, NBC. Now, Grace, without, uh, any, uh, further introduction, would you like to do this breakdown? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Uh, do you want me to just start pulling up the articles like last time and let's just move yeah, through? That's easy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's All right. So this is the first one I had pulled up. Now I, I will include the YouTube videos. Cause the thing that sucks about including YouTube videos in the show is that they kind of like, they rather autoplay or play at weird parts or something like that, or they're too loud. So what I'll do is all the YouTube videos that you sent me, uh, there's one, there's, there's one that yeah, I was going to ask I'll about. I'll pull that one up. One- yeah, you know what I'm will, about? will you have the timestamp? That's what I was going to ask you about. Yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll so find that one as you're going on about the the first. That topic. one didn't have a uh, an ad right before it. Okay, if I yeah, I will find that. But the other videos, I'll, I'll attach the source list. I might not click on them because they'll play and other stuff like that. Yeah, okay. right, right, right. That was just to back up. Oh, gotcha. All right, so uh, this first article then, and uh, this we're going to call this one uh, Saddam and Sons, and. Uh, this first one here from the Wayback Machine, it says, confused. Now ask ask yourself why George W. Bush suddenly blurted out, I want to make sure when sovereignty is transferred, Saddam Hussein stays in jail. Says Mrs. Saddam with her family in happier times, but Sajina 
still tell the difference between her real husband and a synthetic American imposter. Now, what what is it that I'm talking about? We're talking about body doubles here. A Saddam... And the war yeah, on terror. And, and, and the effect that this had on the continuation of the war on terror, to be exact. Because, well, if you go to war, let's say that you know World War II kicks off, and then somebody just pops, you know, pops Hitler, right? He's just dead. I mean, like two weeks into the war, Hitler's dead. Do you think the war continues on in the same, at least in the same vein? Probably not. Not supposed to. Like, so no. if if you're if you're going over to Iraq to fuck with you know with Saddam Hussein and you end up killing him like in the first like couple hours, <laughs> Operation Iraqi Freedom. Um, then yeah, you it's don't have any more war there, <laughs> and that's a bad thing yeah. if you're trying to make a lot of money off a of war. Apparently, <laughs> so uh, we're 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 gonna. You just gonna, me oh, oh, yeah, let me jump back to the panel for a second. Yeah. Just remind me, and Gary, please back back him up if I forget. Okay. Just remember Jessica Link and Pat Tillman. Oh yeah. Please. Oh yeah. Because they play a part in this story. A, a part in actually burying this story. Oh, yeah. That's all. Who got the who got the contract to put out all the whales? <laughs> Well, that's another story. Halliburton. Halliburton, definitely. Yeah. But just remember, those two incidents, Jessica Lynch and the Pat Tillman killing by friendly fire, they say later on, Uh um, were the two stories that buried this one. So that I forgot to have any links for. And when you were talking, Six, I don't know, for some reason, I just went, that's a big part of the... Story. Well, just like anything else, yeah. if you want to get them to me in the next couple of days, I'll attach them to this week's source list for everybody. You know, that's that's something. As long as I mention yeah, it right no, here, that's good. No, I'm glad. Look, look into I'm glad I sparked and, that uh that that thought in you, my friend. Um, so, but it, it's perfect smoke screen though to get p- the public's attention away from this, so they can change the narrative back to have you know continuing their right. invasion. I have that um YouTube video uh, ready to go whenever you're ready for it. Uh, just let me know when you want me to put that up on screen. Yeah, well, actually, you showed the, uh, <coughs> excuse me, you showed that, you know, the article that was, that went into the idea that Saddam's wife, it, it, I think in towards the end of that article, Saddam's wife uh, was in the courtroom during his trial. Remember mm-hmm. that, all that stuff when they found him in the foxhole, remember, and they put him on trial for like a year or whatever. Well, Saddam's wife walked into the courtroom and said, that's not my husband. You know, and I, I tend to believe her. You know, she I think she would know who her husband was, you know. And keep in mind, people, he had multiple decoys that were surgically, uh, you know, put together to look just like him. Because those actually Yeah, do that's exist. something that's not just in the comic books and comic book movies, right? That, that the guys yeah. get the certain... That's why when they talk about stuff like with Biden and Hillary and Hillary falling down during that whole campaign, you know, and having, having to be wheeled around and stuff, it wouldn't surprise me if, you know, Hillary and Bill had doubles, you know, all world leaders have these yeah. boys. It's just a they security do. type of thing. If you, you know, and, and it's right. just some of it being justified, but can it be exploited for things? And this is what we talk about all the time. Yeah. And like pretty much all the other topics we've brought up this evening is just like, 
there are necessary, you know, security measures that need to be taken for for certain positions or people. But oftentimes, especially with our government, um, those things are exploited and used against us. You know, so what starts out to be a pretty good idea or a pretty necessary idea even uh, can turn out to be a fucking terrible idea (laughs) after a while. You know, because now, like, say if there are body doubles, and especially if our president, like, and he could be, you know, a plant person that's filled with jello pudding packet uh, dust, you know, that is spawned from some type of CRISPR, you know, already aged, and that's why they have to continuously replace him with other ones, because the aged ones just super age and they die, you know, but... but, But there, that's the problem, though, is that you have too many of these decoys laying around, so then crazy things can happen. You can have them be assassinated, and all of a sudden you have to go, oh, well, he lived. <laughs> you know, like, no, he, we saw him exactly. blow up on TV. No, he's alive. And what you're saying right now, the heart of this story. Yeah. My friend. And um, so let's, uh, let's move on then. Do you want me to bring up that video now or just roll with some of the articles for now? Well, now that you showed the article of like the, you know, his wife and saying that she would know who her husband was and wasn't. Um, yeah, this actually, that, that would be a nice uh, jumping off point, actually, because uh, what this captain, this uh, fighter uh, pilot captain says, um, says a lot. So, yeah, if you want to. All right, I'm going to jump to 655, which is where the timestamp you gave me. Tell me, Gary, if you actually and, saw this. Well, before. Gary uh, dropped off the stream. I don't know what happened. Oh. But uh, for those that are uh, watching and everything like that um, out there, I'm going to drag this over. We're just going to soldier on, and hopefully he reconnects. All right. So this is um, this is from YouTube. This is, let me bookmark it. All right. This. I think this is this is actually from uh, an old. Uh, I remember this from my childhood. This, uh, it, I think, it priest uh, Bobby Schuler. He had the hour of power on Sunday yeah, mornings. That. And he has he did, like, sixty-seven thousand subscribers. Wow, good for him. But he had uh, this gentleman on to give his story after being because he actually got him and his men got awarded. Um, by the Pentagon for killing Saddam and his sons. Well, let me turn the volume down so I don't blow our eardrums out. And then I'm going to hit this (laughs) thing. Actually, let's put this in a nice little theater mode for everybody. All right. So I'm going to let this roll. This is Hop 1791 Captain Chris Watcher, Air Force Commander of the B-1 Bomber. And when it says the B-1 Bomber, like just for the audience, can you give some context as to what B-1 Bomber they're talking about here, Grace? Well, they were an elite squadron, uh, if that's the right terminology, for uh, the Air Force, I believe. Um, this gentleman was responsible for having you know, set the coordinates with the satellites to drop uh, specific bombs onto a hideout that was confirmed to uh, have Saddam Hussein and Uday and Kusay Hussein all in one place. And this is about one month into the Iraq invasion in 2003. So this would be April of 2003. And keep in mind, they said that Uday and Kuse died in a shootout with American forces in July. 
And they later on said they captured Saddam, uh, I believe it was December of 2003. And this is all April of 2003. Right, so I'm going to let this roll. But uh, as we flew home, it didn't really sink in. We knew we hit the big one, as they said. We didn't know what it was. They don't tell us in the air. And uh, I landed, and uh, one of the guys that's more senior ranking to me came up to me, and he said, uh, Walker, what the heck did you do? We're getting all kinds of phone calls here. You, you really screwed up. I said, oh, no, no, no. I checked those coordinates three times. <laughs> and uh, he said, no, I'm only kidding with you. Good job. You know, uh, you, you hit Saddam and his two sons. And I said, oh, get out of town. You're kidding me. He's like, no, you did. And it spread like wildfire through the base and obviously through the country and, and the world. Go ahead, applaud. Yeah, I wish Gary I had seen that. Yeah. I watched it today. Yeah, because you sent it oh, to okay. uh, the, yeah, I yeah, did the watch chat, it and then um, uh, and I heard Gary jump back in there. Good to have you back, Gary. But uh, yeah, don't know if you were, actually. I think if you if you put on the very first minute, I think the uh, Bobby Schuler here actually um, introduces him and uh, basically backs okay. up what. Let's let it roll. You know, he was saying, I, be I believe it's a, it's about okay. the first minute. My guest this morning is somebody very special. Captain Chris Walker, United States Air Force, is an aircraft commander of a B-1 bomber with the elite squadron, the T-Birds. It's the same squadron as the Doolittle Raiders from Pearl Harbor. You may recognize Chris from the recent media exposure he received when Chris got the call to pilot his B-1 to a location in Baghdad where four satellite bombs were dropped on a complex in the Mansur district of Baghdad, earning him the coveted Distinguished Flying Cross. We asked Chris to be with us here this morning. He's freshly home. We want him to represent all of the brave men and women who were and still are working in Iraq to preserve freedom and peace. Please welcome with me yeah, United States good. Air Force pilot, a true what an peacemaker. Hmm. Very curious, huh? Yeah. They got awarded and then told to See, that shut doesn't, up. That doesn't fit the... It doesn't fit like the story that it... I would have told somebody like if you would have pulled me aside before even bringing this up to me graves like like a couple of weeks ago when we talked about this like if you yeah. would have pulled me aside and as jaded and as fucked up as I am from doing this show for the past year I still would have been like ah, I don't know like like I saw like they, they pulled him out of the hole well yeah but who's he yeah. Yeah, the, 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 the guy that they pulled out of the hole is that yes, the actual sir. guy? Or is that some guy in a fucking you know Scooby Doo mask? Like, what the hell do you you know? Well, well guess what uh, Captain uh, Watcher saw after the fact. He, him, and his men saw them dig the Saddam and his son's body corpses out from wow. the rubble. So, there you go. <laughs> He's not allowed to talk about it to this day, but his mother sure did a lot of talking uh, in the years wow. after that, uh, going on uh, different shows. I think she even was on uh, Alex Jones at one point. Well, I mean, at least uh, somebody spoke out about it. I mean, it's a shame that, I mean, 
guy's mom had to take the mantle that he should have taken, uh, yep. you know, having been the person responsible for, for some of this. But I guess that's yeah. what you have to do in order to keep your military status is to not go against yeah, them. Yeah. Just doing a job. Well, he actually, uh, I believe, I believe he actually got some kind of a, a, a black ops oh. position. Yeah. Well, okay. There usually comes rewards for those sort of things. Right? Yeah. That's how you keep people quiet. Yeah. We'll see it, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that's, no, I'm just kidding. That, no, yeah, yeah, but that's, that's how you keep people. Qui- I, I bet you, Ooh, <laughs> Why not? Why not do a cross reference? And now that you know how to do that, Control F, like, uh, you know, find find Chris Walker in anything uh, J six related there, uh, out, yeah. out there in the public, oh, folks too. Yeah, yeah. See if there is a tie in there because there is definitely a Victoria Newland tie in to this because uh, of her yeah. uh, work with the State Department and and work in getting us into Iraq. And, and things of that nature and, and where we are now with this shit going on in Ukraine, all these things sort of seem to connect. So why not? Why not? Why not it being the same player? Maybe he's one of the guys in a regular hoodie and a mask and a backpack. With the cops yeah. The and if this is, uh, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> well, if this is posted from 2017, you know, he's just- still a young man here. Right. Yeah. I don't know. When was this video shot? Is it was it shot in seventeen or was this from from way before? It, what the the, uh, the video yeah. that we were just watching? Oh, I think that was probably shot back yeah. then. This was uh, no, this was like when he came home. This was like uh, I believe April and May. Okay, so if this is two thousand three. Yeah, so aging him now because he wasn't told to shut up yet. So this That's is over very close. Years ago. This is no, but I'm saying this is very close to uh, the killing of. The, Supposedly, the real killing of Saddam and the sons. This is like, oh, no, yeah. this I is before they told his age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is before they told him to shut up because he's like on national. Well, if he was like right this here. age now, the, the, what I was saying is back when this uh, video was shot, like, what could he have been now? Like, yeah. if he was on the ground in J6, could he have been one of the provocateurs still? Oh, oh, is I it plausible? Yeah, he would. Right. He's. Well, he we wasn't too old. I mean, Ray Epps' old ass was out there. There's plenty of old fucking people out there, you know, provoking this shit. <laughs> that looks like Ray Epps. Yeah, like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, even that. <laughs> hey, speaking of identities and stuff like that and doubles and other things, like, That's 22 yeah, can't years they ago. just change the names of these guys, you know, as, as it goes along, the, these these ops, these people? In certain cases, yeah. they do. I do. How, how old was he here? Did it say? How old was he here? Uh, 2003. He's probably what, 20? Yeah, he's, yeah, he he's looks mid to late 20s 24? here. He's got the baby face. Yeah. Yeah, he was, um, I believe he was like in his early 20s right there. I, so I'm he would checking be it right now. Around yeah, we can probably look now? up his bio My or age? something like that. Yeah. Well, I have one of your links. Oh, let's check it out. Yeah. Um, Let me find that. Yeah. Um, there's a web archive ones. To do. Hey Chris, I want to put something in the comments for you. I'm sure you you have this, but this is where I found the Ted Stevens stuff. I've been meaning to give this to you. And oh, okay. I just always forget. It's C-SPAN, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. Because I have some C-SPAN oh, stuff with here. He wants too. me to join LinkedIn? No, I'm not. I'm gonna con. Oh, I didn't have to do that. a number. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, since I'm number. Oh, now wants me to do a password. Yeah, you are. I'm not doing it. I, I just right. put the September 11th up there, Chris. Since that's 
Okay, your, yeah. Your wheelhouse. Uh, I, I, I didn't find it for any particular reason. I just, so you could open it up and see. Uh, right, I, I liked all the videos back. that I found from back then right. that they have. I gave up on the LinkedIn thing. And it's oh, Microsoft anyway. They can suck it. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I have I think I have it coming right here anyway. Um, can you archive.ca yeah, LinkedIn it. pages? Does it allow to do that? I'm not sure. Do that. I'm really not how, sure. I'll find out. Let me open my LinkedIn page. Huh. And tell me uh, how to archive it. Let me see. I can check out the uh, the link that he sent with the LinkedIn page here in a second. Yeah, no, my thing won't open at all. No, I'll be able to find it on my end here. No problems. Because I have everything bookmarked. So I should be able to just find the LinkedIn fucking thing. All right, I got my page opened up. How do you? Uh, oh, do you have the? It? Do you have the extension? Or if not, you just. Uh, oh well, yeah. What is it? What is it? It's LinkedIn.com. What is it? Back. <laughs> See, I'm gonna look for the um, LinkedIn thing. Here we go. We'll figure out if it does it or not. Yeah, right, we're gonna check. Here we go, Chris Walker. And I want to see. I hit it. It says this page. No, it says request error. No, it doesn't. I don't think it lets you. Well, we tried. You want me to try it on my LinkedIn account? Uh, it's not really necessary. We'll, we'll just move on with the story and stuff. But uh, right. for those of you that do have a, a LinkedIn profile and password and whatever, it's it can. pissing me off so it, bad. Yeah. So you, bad. I just read it. I read the whole thing to you guys just now. And you did. How, when did it cut me off? We didn't hear anything. <laughs> Gary and I have been trying to see if LinkedIn fucking <laughs> lets you do an archive. Today. Yeah. Watcher. Just take my word for it. Watcher was in his early twenties. Like when I first looked it up, but this right here. Now I'm, uh, I'm going to go back thing. to the panel right. for this. Well, here's no. It's, it's this last right here. I'm I'm putting it in the thing. Can you? I read the whole. Yeah. Fucking thing. All right. Okay. Right here. Um, yes. Um. Well, first I read the uh, yeah the above, and then oh, yeah. Okay. Would you be able to read that real quick? I'm it's on okay. Right uh, now. It says uh, the mission accomplished fiasco. Saddam was dead, but killing him was illegal. Scholars maintain. According to scholars for 9-11 Truth, the evidence suggests that the U.S. was able to kill Saddam Hussein within three weeks of our intervention in Iraq, but that his assassination violated executive orders signed by three presidents. Plans for a celebration of mission accomplished had to be drastically revised, since it would make Bush vulnerable to international criticism. Saddam was resurrected by means of a double who was captured, tried, and presumably hanged. Wow, that's a wild fucking story. Okay, so if if you go down, uh, scroll down. And this is contact um, the author. It says here this is from a James Fetzer. Yeah, he's uh, his credibility is kind of <laughs> shot at this point because of his Sandy Hook shenanigans. But um, 
when you hear, when you actually hear, which I'll, I'll send you those links still too. When you hear um, Yvonne mm-hmm. Watcher um, talk in different interviews from back then, like I, I tend to believe her, like um, she just happened to be on Fetzer's show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, right here where it says Yvonne Watcher, you'd be able to just read that, that um, paragraph. Yvonne Watcher. Uh, is it Wachter? I'll, I'll say Wachter. I don't think he's the Watcher. Yeah. The Watcher is uh, that, that's another series. Uh, Yvonne Wachter, the mother of B1 bomber pilot Captain Chris Wachter, had a profoundly troubling story to tell. According to her, our intelligence agencies had been able to pinpoint the location of Saddam and his sons Uday and Kuse at the Al Shia restaurant in the Mansour district of Baghdad. This had been possible because all three of them were using British-made Rascal Jaguar cell phones. A recall. I'm sorry. Recall Jaguar cell phones. Which Saddam had had made in order to ensure the confidentiality of his communications. Whoopsie. (laughs) But that (laughs) also meant there were experts who were well-positioned to intercept those calls. For the transcript and other links, go to newstudies at 911scholars.org, it says. Now, according to Yvonne, her son was piloting his B-1 bomber in the vicinity of Baghdad and received urgent orders to head back to the city. This is the big one, he was told. General Tommy Franks, who was monitoring those cell phone calls from CENTCOM, ordered him to triple-check his coordinates and to not miss. At two minutes out, she said, Captain Wachter confirmed with CENTCOM, under command of General Franks and General T. Michael Mosley, that the target was still in place and that they were ready to drop, and he was told, don't miss. The bombs were dropped, and immediately upon the bombs hitting the ground, the cell phone conversations abruptly ended, and the phones went dead. The munitions were four Joint Direct Attack Munition Bombs, or JDAMs. When they returned to their base, she added, the crew was met with cheers. Sometime during the night, after they had gone to bed, my son was awoken by his commanding officer and summoned quickly to a makeshift, makeshift telecommunications center with the Pentagon. Yvonne explained the Pentagon had ordered my son and his fellow crew members to do an live feed interview from an in-theater because, as his commanding officer told him, you got him. You got Saddam and his two boys. Captain Walker was intervened, or I'm sorry, interviewed. <laughs> Here we go. It's getting late. On, <laughs> he intervened on CNN. Intervened on later on. But yeah, he was interviewed on CNN, and his name, his bombardier's name, and his CO's name were broadcast worldwide. He was awarded with the Distinguished Flying Cross, and even Vice President Cheney, but would later confirm Saddam's death. Now, on April 13th of 2003, Yvonne said, United Press International reported, 
Last Wednesday, we went out on a limb in UPI analysis and concluded the evidence that Iraqi leader Saddam Hussein was already dead. His foul physical body obliterated last Monday by the four 2,000-pound bunker-busting bombs unloaded on him courtesy of the U.S. Air Force. The Wicked Witch is indeed dead. Al Jazeera on the same day headlined an article, Iraqi leader Saddam Hussein has been killed during the night of the 7th to the 8th as a result of a bombing raid on the Al-Mansur district of Baghdad. As many commemorators have observed, the mission accomplished event on the USS Abraham Lincoln, speak of the devil, on May 1st, 2003, had a surreal quality about it. The president flew aboard a fighter onto the deck, complete with military pilot's uniform, and boasted that major combat operations had already ended just a few weeks after our intervention. In spite of the news reports, noting was said, uh, nothing was said, noting, geez, nothing was said about having taken out Saddam. I think it's this font. This font fucking sucks. One week later, in the Baltimore Sun, Cheney says he believes yep. Hussein is dead. May 8th, 2003. Vice President Cheney was quoted, I think we did get Saddam Hussein. He was seen being dug out of the rubble and wasn't able to breathe. Thank you. Wow. Yep. Anyway, so yeah, then the, then the article goes on to uh, describe exactly that clip that we had watched uh, with uh, uh, Robert Schuler at the Crystal Cathedral. Now, are there other articles that you'd oh, like to, you me to bring up, Grace? Yeah, can you just open that one real quick? Like, because at the end of it, I think uh, Yvonne talks about um, the intimidation her son oh, okay. uh, may have had. Um, let me see down here. So, well, while I'm looking for that, what do you guys think of this story in general? Well, I think it's completely believable because, well, here's here's something. Um, I'll I'll go back to the panel while we talk about this stuff, though. Um, I, for what I know about our military's ability to track and gain surveillance and intelligence, right? That the they can find a tick on a license plate. The level of technology that they had during the Iraq War, and we're talking. Lord knows what they even have now, right? But like what they had back then, at least, (laughs) was advanced enough that they, if they wanted to find any one of us on the planet Earth, that they could find us. I have, I have full confidence in that. So, no telling what they have now. So three weeks? They had three weeks back then. Shit, that was plenty of time. You know, especially if they did have like dummy cell phones and they were communicating to each other all the time on the same ones. And it's yeah. just you have a predictable, reliable pattern of usage there to go by uh, you, where you can triangulate somebody's position just based upon those communication lines. And this is pretty simple, like telecommunications technology, like know how back then, too. You know, this uh, th- these guys like Uday and Kusay and Saddam, they, they probably weren't real t- IT guys. You know, they probably weren't real tech wizards back in the day. They're also, it's not to say, you know, talk shit on Iraq, but they're also, they're, they're in Iraq too. Like they're, 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 they're in a place that's right. what remote. 
like they're they're in a place that doesn't have like the greatest telecommunications infrastructure so you have limited abilities to gather any type of technology like that that's sustainable uh, and reliable so I'm imagining and especially in that era too so I'm imagining in this era that they have even if what they have is like the most teched out tricked out like most bougie version of, of, of a fucking cell phone that you could have had back then. Our military property had every back door and every which way that they could track that shit already in the back pocket. <laughs> right. And all they had to do right. basically was just find him within three weeks. And I, it's completely plausible that they could have found him and taken him out. And it's also completely plausible that they could keep up with this bullshit and keep, keep it on because we, we see how they use all of the boogeymen that they they've created out of the creepy crawler machine to keep us all in place. You know, like this, this is just one of those other things where they had to keep Saddam alive. They had to keep the bad guy alive, just like they had to bring the Joker back. Like you talked about on your podcast, not too long ago, Chris Graves, you know, it's just like they, they found out that, Oh, the, the Joker is really popular. All, all those comic books sold out. The people love that character. And they're like, well, shit, we killed him off. Fuck. We got to bring him back. <laughs> you know, and right. this is what they had to do here. They yeah, had to drag the Joker out of the fucking rubble in his dead ass body and weekended Bernie's the rest of the fucking Iraq war. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing that when you look at uh, Rumsfeld's reaction to, uh, especially the people like Cheney saying that, yeah, I think we, we took him out. You know, <laughs> Rumsfeld wasn't happy with Cheney because uh, Rumsfeld knew that we still had work to do, like in Iraq. And no matter if Saddam's there or not, you know, so they had to keep that well, going. Um, I'm going to be wrapping things up in a little bit here, Grace. Is there any other articles you think that uh, the audience needs to see? Because I'm going to include everything that you sent me, brother, um, for references for people to check out and everything about this topic. Well, everyone pretty much got the, uh, the gist of uh, what I was uh, researching good, for a little good. while there. Um, there's one article on... Um, yeah, it, it may it may be the Atlantic. Oh, let's I, I let's flip know, through what we got. Let's flip through what we got uh, just to show the people uh, viewing too, and then let people know about the source list some more. Like, uh, Grace, you've done extensive research on this topic, like you said, and I just I want the public to be aware too. Check out some of the articles that he sent that are going to be included in this week's uh, source list. Um, this is another one uh, from uh, what source is this? Yeah, Joe, Joe Vialis, Vialis. Uh, dot, yeah. but it's mm-hmm. from the Wayback Machine. Like, yeah, a lot uh, of Wayback Machine ones oh. used on this topic. No wonder, right? Is what I believe he's dead. Yeah, I believe this guy's wow. dead anyway. Joe uh, Vialis, I believe, and yeah. it's kind of shocking because he actually reported on the sexual abuse of uh, the prisoners in Iraq too, and he got he went pretty full into it. And when I saw his section on that. I'm surprised it's even on the way back. You know, that's why I'm glad that we decided to flip back through these articles, Grace, because like without that little bit of knowledge, like somebody out there, like if you're looking up this person's work now and seeing what, what they accomplished in their life, um, just, you mentioned that, just, you mentioned that there, man, like this, uh, this Joe, I really don't know much about this person. I hate to say, but like, that's something too, that's just, my mind is blown now. I have to look into this person and figure out more about their work. Well, he's had some 9-11 stuff back in the day. He looked into um, he looked mm. into a lot of stuff back in the 90s. Oh. Uh, early I'm 2000s. glad we paid homage to him. There we go. Um, now, the, the next one you had, too, uh, this is also from the same website. 
Um, and then uh, the next one that we included, this one is from 911scholars.org. This is Exposing Falsehoods and Revealing Truths. It says, yeah. Yeah, this was like a list of uh, different things that at the very bottom they have uh, about the mission accomplished. They call it the mission accomplished. Oh, okay. Fiasco. Yeah, that's what we just had put up, yeah. So, excuse me, if people cut and paste these... Um, these links here uh, into the Wayback Machine. You have better. Yeah, chances. there's a so whole list here. A lot of them are probably yeah, going to be saying maybe yeah. dead or, se- or severely injured. Bush says in April 2003, April 25th. Yep. Yeah, so there's a whole list of things here people can jump into. Uh, wow, that's awesome, man. You see right there. If you if you see right down at the bottom yeah, there, um, is- I think it's at the very bottom. Oh, you can scroll that. Yeah, okay. Um, it basically goes into see. Uh, Who's that man and things like that? Yeah, so it just goes in and shows oh, you that's a uh, the familiar name. It says like, uh, that Jim Fetzer and Yvonne uh, Walker went on as special guests of the Maria Heller show on the the Maria show. Yeah, Maria Heller does a show uh, once a month with my buddy uh, Chuck Ocelli. So, and uh, she also did a show with uh, a hero of mine for fourteen years, uh, wow. Dave McGowan, called "Sending the Clown." Oh, she's an so, OG. Like yeah. this is. From September 2007, September 3rd, 2007. Wow. Let me, let me tell yeah. you this six. Here's the thing. Maria Heller doesn't yeah, get a lot of back credit. The panel so we can get you. She, she doesn't get a lot of credit. And I'm going to shout out to her. She was probably the original um, internet radio show host in 1999. Because that wasn't really a thing at all in 1999. And uh, Gary, I saw that you sent over this C-SPAN thing for September 11th Commission investigation, this video. So you sent this to the chat. I'm going to include that in this week's source list too. That'll be fun to check out. All right. Anyway, so yeah, the the other article, uh, I think it was from the Atlantic, um, do you have the real quick? Do you have the the list of uh, of the links that I sent? Because it'd be easier for me to, if you scroll down. I can just see real quick. It basically goes into what the war propaganda oh, yeah. was yeah, going I can on. Pull up the list on the. Can you? Uh-huh. It might be hard for you to see on the screen share, but can you see that? Oh no, awesome. I can see it perfectly. Okay. Um. All right. Here we go. Yeah, you probably. Down. I think it's um, Saddam Shredder is the name of the article. Hmm. Anyway, yeah, because it goes into how you remember when they were ramping up all the torture devices and all, you know, not to say that Saddam and his sons weren't horrible oh, yeah, I heard human beings. Ter- about terrible atrocities and that even links back to like the first iraq war when they talked about the uh babies in incubators and how the babies are being thrown on the right. floor and all this other stuff and that ended up being totally bogus but but when everyone was uh you know kind of uh, getting antsy about weapons of mass destruction not being how about found, this one not and, a shred um, of evidence from the spectator would that be the one yeah oh, that's right. it there right there. yeah perfect yeah, oh, yeah. let's not do that here this just shows how um, I'll find it. Even if he was, you know, him and his sons were torturing Iraqi citizens, um, there were some, you know, some, what's the word here I'm looking for? There's some influence by us 
the Americans on uh, some of this propaganda because uh, they had a whole story. Did it not? Oh, no, I found it. Or? I was just waiting to switch over to it because you were being so eloquent and then you stopped. <laughs> no. I didn't want to interrupt yeah. your flow by being like, I found the article yeah, while you were saying something help. good. Well, yeah, no, well, it'll help if I. I got you. Here we go. Here, here it is. Yeah, yeah. And what is this? One of the things where you're going to pay. Okay, no. All right. Uh, see, it, just that one sentence right there says, did Saddam Hussein really use industrial shredders to kill his enemies? Brendan O'Neill is not persuaded that he did. It just, it goes into how a lot of, uh, you know, not to say he was innocent, because I got to have that caveat. I'm not it saying brings I'm up not, a good point here <laughs> in the article, though. It says, uh, folks, forget the no-show of Saddam Hussein's weapons of mass destruction, because unless we forget... <laughs> that a lot of this is predicated on bullshit, right? So why wouldn't the other crazy stories that we heard about all these different atrocities and how terrible these people were, uh, could, couldn't that have not have been an invention? Like, Like, yeah, I mean, it's plausible. And and again, the graves and I are not detracting from anyone that may have been affected by that or whatever. But it, but it goes into how much the Pentagon actually spent on propaganda to, you know, to help the war effort, you know, oh, of while course they going. utilize that. Yeah. And I believe, I believe this was a part of it where this story about, uh, Saddam's people shredder, which was never found, you know what I mean? And uh, there's other examples too, where there's like certain, certain things that our media would say before the Iraq war in 2003, that it just didn't add up once we were actually there. None of these things were found like these different devices and things. Not to say that there wasn't torture going on, but it was definitely like amped up. Like I mean, but talk about death metal lyrics. It says uh, the people shredder. Uh, Is it that uh, people that asked and said what happened to Saddam's people shredder into which his son Kusay reportedly fed opponents of the Ba'athist regime? Anne Claude, labor MP for Sinan Valley and chair of Indyke a group that has been campaigning since 1996 for the creation of an international criminal tribunal to try the Bathists, wrote of the shredder in the Times on 18th of March, the day of the Iraq debate in the House of Commons and three days before the start of the war, Clue described an Iraqi's claims that male prisoners were dropped into a machine designed for shredding plastic. Well, that doesn't sound pleasant. Before their minced remains were placed in plastic bags. Okay, so they did this with Khashoggi, so yes, fits the MO. So they could later be used as fish food. Hmm. Sometimes the victims were dropped in feet first, so they could briefly behold their own mutilation before death. But look right at the. No, but no, but Gary, here's, here's the idea. Is that maybe some of these stories didn't work? Yeah, because this is not surprisingly, the story had made huge impact. Two days after Clude's article was published, the Australian Prime Minister John Howard addressed his nation to explain why he was sending troops to support the coalition in Iraq. He talked uh, of the Bathist's many crimes, including the human shredding machine that was used as a Which vehicle for putting to death critics of Saddam Hussein. And Clude received an email from the U.S. Deputy Defense Secretary Paul Wolfowitz. Oh, I've heard that name plenty. 
who expressed admiration for her work and invited her to meet him at the Pentagon. Her Times article on the Shredder is still on the U.S. State Department's website under the heading Issues of International Security. Others, too, made good use of the story. Andrew Sullivan, the British-born journalist who writes a weekly column for the Washington, uh, uh, from Washington for the Sunday Times, said Clues' report showed clearly, unforgettably, indelibly, that the Saddam regime is evil and that leading theologians and moralists and politicians ought to back the war. Oh, doesn't that sound familiar? Isn't it just like today? No, but if you, <laughs> with exactly. If you go down yeah. just a little bit, just to show you, you and Gary here, before we uh, we wrap up this, uh, just the, what they what convinced this writer that it didn't exist. Dick Cheney. Oh, we well, had the yeah. arch. We can't forget though the Archbishop of Canterbury. <laughs> And the Anglican bishops. No. <laughs> no. Well, anyway, it says, yes. Uh, if it's a choice between letting some carbonated beverage crony of Dick Cheney get a piece of the Nazaria or soft drinks market or allowing Saddam to go on feeding his subjects feet first into the industrial shredder for another decade or three, then the peace activists will take the lesser of two evils, i.e. crank up the shredder. See, in his book, uh, Allies of the United States, Britain, Europe, and the War in Iraq, published in December of 2003, William Shawcross wrote of a regime that fed people into huge shredders feet first to prolong the agony. Earlier this month, Trevor Kavanaugh, political editor for The Sun, claimed that the British resistance to war changed last year when we learned how sadist Saddam personally supervised the horrific torture of Iraqis. Excuse me. Public opinion swung behind yeah. Tony Blair as voters learned how Saddam fed dissidents feet first into industrial. We call that shredders. perception management starting it, in the eighties with, with Ronald Reagan, right? And this it, is where a lot of this shit started exactly. anyways. You know, so Oh yeah, sure. And he says right here, nobody doubts just like I was saying, nobody doubts that Saddam was a cruel and ruthless tyrant who murdered many thousands of his own people. At least seventeen thousand, and probably done so with our tax dollars, right, Chris? Exactly. Well, we put them into place. Ask Rumsfeld. Well, Rumsfeld's dead now, so and that the vast majority of Iraqis are glad he's gone. But did his regime have a human shredding machine that made mincemeat of men? The evidence is far from compelling. The shredding machine was first mentioned in public by James Mahan, then head of research for Indict. Gary, can uh, you mute? I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you're doing on the other end. We read the article, Gary. Is it jerking off? We're catching a whole bunch of stuff on the microphone. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, one of them. It's okay. Oh my god! One of them. <laughs> okay, one of them said Iraqis have been fed into a shredder. Right? Sometimes they were put in feet first and died screaming. It was horrible. I saw thirty die like this. On one occasion, I saw Kusei Hussein personally supervising these murders. In subsequent interviews and articles, Cloyd or Claude or whatever said the shredding machine was in Abu, uh, Abu Ghraib. Thank you. Saddam's most notorious jail. What was done to corroborate the Iraqis' claims? Apparently nothing. Kind of like the vaccine yep. testing, right? 
And uh, he refuses to tell me the names of the researchers who are in Iraq with Mahan and Claude. And I am told Mahan, who no longer works at Indyke, does not want to speak to journalists about his work with us. But Claude tells me, we heard it from a victim. We heard it and we believed it. So nothing was done to check the truth of what the victim said against other witnesses, witness statements or other evidence for a shredding machine. Well, no, says Claude. Indict researchers didn't have to do that. They were just taking witness statements. But surely before going public so, with so shocking a story, facts ought to have been checked and double-checked. Claude clearly doesn't think so. We heard it from someone who had been released from the Abu... Abu Ghraib, yeah. Grabe prison. I heard his account of what went on in the prison. I was there when Indyke's cross-examination of the witness took place, and I am satisfied from what I heard that shredding was a method of execution. We knew he wasn't making it up, which does. Yeah. How do you know that? This is all that Indyke had to go on, uncorroborated and quite amazing claims. And keep in mind, people, this isn't in the article, what I'm saying right now. Babies in incubators was a made-up story to get the American people on board with the Persian Gulf War in Absolutely. 1991. And come to find out, the, the, the young woman that was making these claims to Congress, I think it was, was actually the daughter of a PR executive that was hired by the Bush, the first Bush administration to get into the well, first time. If you've heard this one, folks so, in the audience, the, the perception management or the, uh, the provocation the, the thing that provoked people and the outrage uh, to cause us to go into some sort of war or war against something, whether it be war against the virus, war against domestic terrorism, like we've been talking about, it's always predicated on bullshit. It's just, it, yeah, they just start out with something ridiculous and everybody goes, oh my God, I can't believe uh, uh, Assad, he gassed his own people. We need to go to war there. Well, did, did he really? Did, did Putin really bomb his own fucking pipeline? <laughs> like, is this is this real? <laughs> people don't even put thought into it. See, people out there might be thinking that this this article is just, you know, what does this mean or who cares, right? But when I found this article many years ago now, it stuck out to me about just propaganda used during wartime or just for yeah. warfare. As warfare These are the human in interest stories that yeah. they use to get us Bomb to sign off on war. Exactly. But look at this one, though. This one in particular actually played a part in having Australia get on board with the uh, our invasion of Iraq. It played a part with Tony Blair getting uh, support from the British people to go over and help us with the invasion of Iraq. This one story was used so many times. This human the ripple effect story. of that one line if you, caused the deaths of so exactly. many people. And the destruction of so many That's lives. What I'm saying. Entire countries. Exactly. So it's just yeah, you're right. And it, that one thing, the domino effect, the real domino. Well, and how many trillions of dollars effect, out of our real. pockets too. Like the like the the, the, the oh, trillions yeah. of dollars spent in the war on on terror because of bullshit fabricated stories like like this one, right? Well, look at this. Well, this is what what this is what basically ties it all up, right, Gary? Oh, yeah, falsely. <laughs> Here it is. An Iraqi who worked as a doctor in the hospital attached to Abu yeah. Ghraib prison tells me that there was no shredding machine in the prison. The Iraqi who wishes to remain anonymous worked at Abu Ghraib, 
in late 1997 and early 1998. He left Iraq in 2002 and now lives in Britain, where he is taking further medical examinations so that he can uh, practice as a doctor here. He describes Saddam's regime as a very, very terrible one of the worst regimes ever. Abu Ghraib <laughs> prison is horrific. Part of a doctor's job at Abu Ghraib, they have to keep repeating this, <laughs> Abu Ghraib was to attend to those who had been executed. We had to see to the dead prisoners to make sure that they were dead. Then we would write a death certificate for them. Doctors did not witness executions. After an execution had taken place, the victim would be dropped into a kind of hole and the doctor would go downstairs with the policemen or the security guards into that hole to confirm the death. Did he ever attend to or hear of prisoners who had been shredded? No. Did any other doctors at Abu Ghraib speak of a shredding machine used to execute prisoners? No, no, never, he says. The method of execution was hanging. As far as I know, that was the only form of execution used in Abu Ghraib. Maybe sometimes there were shootings, but I think those were rare. However, the doctor tells me that he did once hear a story about a shredding machine from a friend who had nothing to do with Abu Ghraib, but in the version he heard, the shredder was in one of Saddam's main palaces. Does he think this was a rumor or an accurate description of a method of execution used in Saddam's palaces? Because of what the Saddam regime was like, anything is possible, he says. It might be a rumor. It might be true. Cryptically, Anne Claude tells me, I heard other people talk about a shredding machine, but I can't tell you who they are. Of course. However, one other person who talked about a shredder, shredder was Kenneth Joseph, an American who claimed to have visited Iraq as an anti War human shield before concluding that he was wrong and the war was right. That sounds like a plant. Joseph. <laughs> if I've ever fucking heard of one. Oh, my. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Wow. Joseph's <clears throat> Damascene conversion was first reported by United Press International on March 21st. He told Mr. Uh, Arnaud D. Borsch, grave. I went to public school people. I think you got it. I apologize. UPI's editor at large that what he had heard in Iraq had shocked me back to reality that Iraqis' tales of slow torture and killing made me ill, such as people putting a huge shredder for plastic products feet first so they could hear their screams as their bodies <clears throat> He also claimed to have made it across the border with 14 hours of uncensored video containing interviews with Iraqis. Yet many have since questioned Joseph's claims when Carol Lipton, an American journalist, investigated his story in April for Counterpunch. She reported that none of the human shield groups whom I contacted had ever heard of Joseph. She also noted that, incredibly, nowhere has a single photo or segment from Joseph's 14 hours of interviews been published. These discrepancies led some to speculate whether the Reverend Sun Mayon Moon played a part in the Joseph story. Moon, head of the Unification Church, yeah. Moonies. You can ask Donald Jeffries about them. Owns, old there, yeah. Moonies, yeah. Owns UPI, Private Eye suggested that Joseph's story was a propaganda fabrication by right-wingers associated with the Reverend Moon's 
Unification Church. Even Johan Harry, a pro-war columnist on the Independent, who wrote a sycophantic account of Joseph's conversion, has since declared that Joseph was probably ah, a bullshitter. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it goes. This yeah, article yeah. goes on and on to basically uh, back up the fact that this this particular story, maybe not the other torture stuff, but this particular human shredder was a bunch of bullshit when we were at a time in America, at least where I remember they were putting out documentary after documentary about how uh, one of Saddam's son was like this severe rapist. And he would go and rape and murder all these girls at parties and stuff. And granted, he probably did. But did they have to shove it down our throats 24-7 and make me and my, you know, my sister and, and everyone else, frankly, very, very depressed, like, during that time? No, they didn't have to do that. They just had their weapons of mass destruction, but they pushed all this other horrible shit over and over. Whether or not it was true or not, which that article kind of goes, you know, kind of gives us a perspective that maybe some of these these uh, st war stories, you know, in the drumming up for war and invasion and stuff in other countries that apparently didn't have any connections to 9-11 whatsoever. When they use that to get us all, and when even Gary's reaction is a good example of what they were looking oh, yeah. for. Remember, Gary, when you were like, oh, my oh, yeah. God, when he was first reading it before you knew what mm -hmm. the article was? Yeah. They play on the hum uh, They play on our emotions. Oh, That's yeah. what I'm saying. Even the January 6th stuff. Like it, well, I, was, oh, I was pictured that shredder. Oh, yeah. And the yeah. shredder really never existed. So it's to get people's blood boiling. Yeah, fucking take them out. You know, and to forget that the reason why we're there, connections to 9-11, weapons of mass destruction, both proven bullshit now. But at the time, there's a lot to be gained. And that's basically when I, I found that. And I'm like, you know what? They were for probably really horrible. But did they have to traumatize the American public with those documentaries and these types of stories that may or may not have actually happened. No, they didn't. That was unneeded trauma that was added to a wound we already had with 9-11 because the invasion of Iraq was only about a year and a half after 9-11. So we were in, we had anthrax at the time, a DC sniper. We had it to make the waterboarding look not so bad. And Cheney <laughs> liked to change. You know how, you know how Gary, you know how six, said earlier about how just changing the language right uh -huh. things well mr cheney <clears throat> changed it to enhanced interrogation yeah. techniques remember that absolutely and that's how he yeah. was able to get away with it well chris you brought yeah. up before about things being yeah. you know shoved down our throats and I, I have to say this is not only the longest but is the girthiest um episode Sorry. we have we have done um, so, uh, in order to wrap things up for this evening, I'm going to give a few shout outs out there. Grace, did you have any more final thoughts b before we wrap up the breakdown though? I just want to give you the floor with that. No, I'm just glad that this, this particular story finally had a, a place to go because, uh, like I said, I was researching this for years, but I, you know, whether it was with Don Jeffries or even on my own podcast, I couldn't quite find a, a home for this, uh, this story, but. I did hear. Heck yeah, I and that. that's that's why we love doing this this type of stuff with you, Grace, because uh, you always can bring up these um, uh, these forgotten these forgotten, forgotten. topics. It, it's it's almost like finding great B sides to a favorite band, right? 
Like, it's just like, man, I can't believe I didn't know about that song before. And it's just like, when you find it, just like, where's this been all my life? And it's just. If I could find, uh, if I could actually find like the magical CD that has uh, a whole bunch of Lane Staley of Alice in Chains. I found out that he had a whole other album that no one ever knew about that he recorded like i'd be jumping for joy not that i'd be jumping for joy for these horrible hidden like forgotten stories but i was kind of just it's really late but i was agreeing with you curiosities you know what i mean like it's just like for all the people that that never really really would have given that any thought and it just the whole idea of the iraq war and saddam hussein and and uh, and the first gulf war too i mean uh, the the first gulf war is largely forgotten these days you know, entirely. So that's what I'm saying. And the 20th anniversary is actually coming up. So it's it kind of timely right now because in March it would be 20 years since that. And if, if most of it was a bullshit yeah. thing, which we already kind of knew, but when you add that thing that the reason why yeah. we're there, Saddam and his sons were killed within three weeks of us getting there. Why do we stay there? And why was there a, sh- a sham trial for one? And of his, as his we're help? on the precipice of another potential bullshit war that might even be a world war so exactly. like you know it's it's perfectly fitting that we're talking about this yeah. now it's putin so uh yeah. let's give some shout outs uh first i want to give a shout out to uh don jeffries uh for having our good friend gary mcbride on along with peter navarro um but peter navarro did like the first half hour and then gary took over the rest of the show uh gary rocked it, it was an awesome uh conversation between him and don and then uh we got to help out a little bit and then Lisa, Lisa yeah, yeah, Lisa, Lisa, Lisa got a lot of love too. Yeah, yeah, just a lot, lot of us got some shout outs and everything and everybody had some good interactions. So, um, but, um, and then I believe we did talk about this. Yeah. You did have an awesome time there on the conspiracy or just a coincidence, um, yeah. podcast, uh, check that right. out folks. And then, um, I also wanted to include this too, cause, uh, uh, a friend of yours, uh, Graves. Uh, this is uh, Steve Cameron Productions. He got a new book that just came on here October 1st called The Deputy, I believe, yeah. right? Yeah, official release date October 1st. Yeah. yeah, new book morning. release. So yeah. uh, maybe we can have uh, Mr. Cameron on to talk about this new book and stuff. And I believe it's about something really cool, a JFK assassination story based on true events. I'm in. It's uh it's Roger Craig, uh, a former Dallas, obviously former, but a Dallas police officer who, who would not change uh, his story over the years, uh, what he saw and what he heard, and they killed him after yeah, like eight attempts. So now, and on to the next one. Um, I wanted to give Gar Goldsmith a shout out this week from uh, Liberty Conspiracy. This is EU uh, president threatens anti-globalist Italian PM winner Maloney. Yeah, there was definitely a big shakeup over there in Italy. Um, did get uh, John Henry mentioned it last week, but um, this is Gar Goldsmith covering some of that. And then lastly, here uh, we got this from our friend Vince Ignali Jr. This is from his newsletter. It says, "So I warned you about Yunkin being a globalist." He said he wrote it in his last book, "The Public Wheel and You," and definitely check that out too and pick up a copy. So. Uh, I'm going to switch back to the panel. Um, do you guys have any final thoughts before we sign off for this episode? Age before beauty, Gary. Oh. Okay. Um, <laughs> at what age? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you should. Oh, man. Uh-huh. But, uh, no, I, I, no, I'm here. It's all good. I, 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 I thought that was like zero. a Lisa type of dig. She would have enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, I know. 
but we're all friends. But um, no, that's the thing. Like, uh, I think the the perfect way to end an episode like this, where we've talked about so many different, yeah, (laughs) uh, so many different things, and and just uh, talked about so many you know different topics. But really, they all sort of connect, and it connects back to what we do here on the show as friends and how we discover new information and share that with one another. I think that's a beautiful point to this episode or any episode we could do is just that if you're listening out there and if you're still listening uh, uh, to this long one, um, I, I want you to, I want you to jump into some of the articles on the source list and I want you to share them with the people in your lives. I want you to develop a network of your own like this and research topics and talk about things and learn things from one another and come back to shows like this and bring them all with you. So, but it, yeah. Oh, I got I something to say. It's 3.50 in the morning. So yeah, we do stay up late and do this stuff. It's 4.49. Yeah, depending. yeah it is. No, it's 3.49. It, <laughs> it's one of those, but whatever time zone you're in, <laughs> until yeah. we meet again, <laughs> those are our and until hours. we are free, we are the new prisoners. Thank you for listening to The New Prisoners. Let us know what you think about this week's topics on our Minds page and Substack. Or leave a comment under our video on BitChute, Odyssey, Rumble, and Brideon. You can also risk being shadow banned, suspended, or permanently banned on Twitter and Instagram with us. Or speak freely with us on Gab. Please feel free to share your own sources with us. And remember to share the information we provided you here. You never know what kind of difference it can make. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, email the new prisoner number six at protonmail.com. Provide a brief description of the topic or topics that you would like to discuss, and a screener will contact you. You can always choose to appear anonymously. And you can also donate to the new prisoners through anchor.fm slash the new prisoner number six slash support. There, you can make a monthly donation of $0.99, cents, $4.99, or $9.99. We also have a subscribe star where you can make a one-time or recurring contribution at subscribestar.com slash the-new-prisoners. Or you could donate U.S. dollars and crypto to us on Mines and Odyssey. All donations go towards studio upgrades to make more content and advertising to spread the word about the show. Every amount is appreciated. Demand answers, not orders. We are the new prisoners.